Hope you're ready, bud. Nice to see you, man. Good to see you too, man. It's good to see you. It's been what two days since we talked last? Two days. Yeah, two I days. got to meet you. I missed uh, on you. Our... I missed you too, there, bud. <laughs> and I, and I was looking forward to your song. You, you you sent it to me, I think, yesterday. Yep. Uh, I think I'm bored out already. It's digital and all, but <laughs> you know what? I I, like it. I normally like when I finish a song, I'll take like an hour and do a video and get it out. This one I sat on for about three weeks, so it's been driving me nuts because. Uh, I, I don't have that kind of attention span. I like to move on to the next thing ASAP. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I wanted to get this video done. I've got a lot of people liking it, so. I love the video, too. Yeah, you're right. The music is nice, but the video is cool. So you shot this around your place, it looks like? Yeah, pretty much, just here in Manitoba, so. That's cool. And you have a farm? An acre no, I don't have a farm. That's uh, without doxing too much about my life. Sure. That's close to... Uh, the in-laws i'd say let's okay okay let's just okay, say yes, that's there enough. yeah but you love manitoba it's something i learned about you on uh wednesday you actually really enjoy the people there and you enjoy living there yeah i like well it's my home right so i like it here it's uh leaving is not something i necessarily want to do but uh you know if opportunities come up i wouldn't say no to them um but for well, now yeah it's here no, I was going to say, sometimes I speak to people, especially if I'm, they're in Ontario, and they're looking for ways to get out, and they're not necessarily happy. So it's actually refreshing when someone says, no, this is my home, and I like it. Um, it's not as common as you think there, Greg. <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm well-versed on that, too. Uh, I don't like a lot of the things going on with my home right now, but uh, it's still, you know, I, I don't believe in falling back any further, and okay. I think that people do that too much. It's just like, oh, wow, I, I don't like it here, so I'm going to get out. And there's a certain point where you have to put your, a draw line in the sand, you know, and stand up to it because where else are you going to fall back to at this point if things like this are happening on a global scale? You're just going to run away and hide forever? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know what? And I was speaking to somebody in Australia just a couple of days ago, and they kind of made that comment that if things get worse, they're going to leave. And I asked them, where are you going to go? And it was actually a tough question because you're not going to come to Canada or the U.S. It's just as bad. So where are you going to go? So it's probably best to stand up and uh, tackle the issues and not necessarily run from them. Yeah, at some some point we're going to have to do it. Otherwise, it's going to be on our kids to do it. And it's not fair to pass down that type of burden. Like these types of burdens were given to us by previous generations, which uh, chose convenience over rationality. And essentially we're, we're stuck with either we fix it or we let it get worse because there's no maintaining where we're at now too. It's, it's declining. So I don't know. There's, there's lots of schools of thought about which way to go. Do you, do you help it go a little further? So it falls in on itself or do you stop it? Like I'm not, uh, I'm not on any team there. I'm more on the side of how do we fix our immediate problems around us? Cause it's easy to get tied up in the problems of the world and what's going on and what's coming for us. But if we're not even starting with just improving our immediate surroundings, we're really not going to fix anything. That's quite the uh, fork in the country road there. So do we help it collapse or do we try and repair it? Which way do we go? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's it's funny because I think a lot of people are thinking about that, right? Like the thing about the end game, but they cripple Mm. themselves in their lives by doing this too. Like they... They don't even start learning. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We don't really have our homestead yet, but we're working towards it. And uh, 
the thing is though, where what would we do if we had just bought it and start homesteading that day? Like we still have to learn all these things we've been learning over the last few years. Four mm-hmm. years ago, we kind of knew we were like how to garden, but it's absolutely not at all compared to what we know today. Like the things that we're learning even every day about like, oh wow, we've been watering tomatoes wrong for the last three years. And stuff like that, you know, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Who knew that was a thing? Yeah. And you don't know that unless you start small. Like I was, before I got on the stream here, I was bottling some homebrew because I make my own cider and I'm learning how to back sweeten and carbonate it. Right. But like, if I, if I hadn't done the step of screwing up that first big batch we did, I wouldn't know what I'm doing now to the point of doing this. And I think people cripple themselves too. And they think, how do we fix this so that we're just victorious tomorrow? And right. you don't, you don't get victorious tomorrow if you don't start today by making a small change so absolutely like if you're trying to get healthy or take off some weight that's the same mentality a lot of people think if it's not off this week i should throw in the towel because it's not going to work yeah but if you do it you'd be very impressed with the results yeah that's something i'm working on right now so yeah. yeah, I saw your video. I think you look great. And you have your garden, garden <laughs> intake. Uh... It's funny. I get. Uh, I've got a buddy who keeps uh, knocking at me on me to uh, lose a few pounds, and uh, he's very, very skinny and tiny. So I think mm. he's got to put a few on. If you he's trying me. to transfer from you, maybe he's asking yeah. them, asking I'd, for them. I'd, yeah. Well, he can't have what I have. Like I can. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it. Make him pay for it. Come yeah. on, it's valuable. <laughs> I hope he hears <laughs> this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll send it to him, right? We'll yeah. clip this part. He's got to oh, pay I will. for it. I will. He's yeah, a yeah. good guy, though. I like it. I know he's just taking the piss out of me, saying back and forth, but is what it is. And uh, it's good, though. It's good when you're part of a community that motivates you to better yourself. And that's also a small step of moving towards, you know, not having to run away from this by bettering your own surroundings. You're going to not have to run away eventually because they'll be good enough to stay. Absolutely. And yeah. and for humans to be at their best, they need to have some security and comfort and know that they're going to be okay. Not taken care of, but know that they're going to be okay. So building these micro communities around you is a wonderful way to do that. Because yeah. if things go bad, you know, your beef guy, you got your goat guy and you can contribute with eggs, whatever. Yep. Um, having those are set up are, are really cool. Well, that's like a real economy, right? And it's funny because that safety and stability is a trap. And it's an ex- exploit in our system, which has oh, yeah. definitely been exploited about everybody, right? Like, people don't realize that they're living in an open-air prison. And, uh, like, they're, they're happy to be like, well, you know, like, at least gas is only one fifty right now. And it's like, right. you guys remember yeah, when yeah. it was, like, 49 cents, like, a few years ago? Or mm-hmm. I guess not a few years ago, but it was around 70, 80, right? And, uh, but I remember, like, when I started driving when I was 16, there were some days when the gas went down under 50 cents. And people now don't even remember that. And it's like, well, we can go, we can do that again. But uh, let's just instead believe a bunch of fake lies about the world we live in and uh, feel better that we're contributing to saving it, even though it's just all lies. Like, it's a slow boil, isn't it? Everything's just fake, man. It's like, there's... It, Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to black pill the conversation right out the gate here because <laughs> I, I could go on this forever, but it's just like uh, things aren't as bad as they seem. If I you agree just, with that. You just, it's how you frame it. Right? You, can, you can be worried about these problems that are plaguing our nations and mm-hmm. destroying you know, our societies at this point. But if you fixate on that and you don't fixate on the fact of like, okay, 
I'm never going to meet those big, stupid politicians who I hate, but I am able to figure out how to trade tomatoes for eggs. You know, like, so I think if people focus on the things they can change in their lives, um, Alex Cabana said something a few weeks back that uh, you don't try to take down the moon with your hunting rifle because it's like you got to work within mm. the 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 range you know, of your of reality or something. Yeah, it's like the range of your capabilities, right? And if you're just it doesn't mean you can't shoot for the moon, I guess, at the end of the day, but you should maybe focus on what you can hit to start, right? So Right, and then take those steps to get to the moon eventually. With your yeah, shot. exactly. If you yeah, believe no, we... we can go there. <laughs> we can have that conversation <laughs> too. Oh, my. <laughs> I have a feeling we could have a really deep one about a lot of things. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've I've been on Telegram for three years, man. I know, I know everything uh, about reality. And, and, World Trade Center 7? I know everything about reality and all the things that I know are not real. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is everything. So, well, sorry, I keep picking line... stuff up on the ground. It's all good. What do I do with my oh. hands? Well, to make sure that you're real, you're not a, you're not a deep fake or anything because you're grabbing stuff randomly. So. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I could uh. still be a skinwalker, but that's another conversation as well. What's I'm, a skinwalker? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let's just do human things together, Jason. Sounds yeah. good. Now, a couple of, a couple of lyrics <laughs> of this song. Uh, I don't know. If you guys want to look into that, you can look into it too. Like Wendingo, Skinwalkers. Man, there's so much fun stuff we could talk about, but aren't we supposed to be talking about music? Music <laughs> and you. Yeah, actually. Because there's a couple lines in your song that talk about waking up, alarm clock, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's that decision to make the right choice or, or the harder choice. And I kind of really grabbed and, and, and found myself uh, gravitating to that line because uh, that's the eternal struggle we all wake up with every morning. Um, so I kind of, I kind of saw how you were grabbing that and that's some good advice to take the harder road. Yeah, man, that's uh, it's, it's funny. If you try and live without struggle in your life, you will literally turn into a blob. And, right. and that's the comfort you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> all the dogs are going. Hey, dogs, quit it. <laughs> Sorry. They get to participate, too. Now we're definitely all, not a fake. They always participate, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. And are they the same dogs from the video, the two yeah. black ones? Yeah. Those okay, are okay, what kind are they? Because They're actually Siberian Husky Border Collie Dominant, and one has more Shepherd, and one has more Lab. Oh, they look yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're not they actually related. Similar. Yeah, no, uh, they people look... think they're from the same litter, but they're three years apart. Uh, when and we actually got the second one two years ago. I can't even. I think it was two years ago around Easter. We got her, and she's such a sweetheart. Uh, she was terrified at first. She had been rehomed a bunch of times, but we always okay. do rescues because that's. Yeah. I think that's that's just how it is. But uh, sure. we love we love our dogs. We keep them on brand and all wear tuxedos. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's it. And they help yeah. in the garden, or is that the watering? The yeah, they actually do help in that. So okay, so my one dog Jake, uh, he's we've had him since he was three months old. He'll actually pick tomatoes from the garden really? himself. Yeah, he'll go in and pick it with his mouth, and sometimes he'll eat them. Sometimes he'll just leave them there, and mm -hmm. uh, th that's super funny. And then our other one, Lottie, she, we had to put up more trellises and fences than we were anticipating this year because she was going out and just like helping herself to a new bean plant that had just sprouted like every morning and oh, just like a, a new one. She would just eat one and things like that. So it's, it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, they're good. They walk around the yard and eat the salad 
as I call it, like the, the overgrown grass in like the corners that I don't zip with the weed whacker. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and do you grow enough to sustain yourself or is it more of a hobby not, right now? Not or? yet, but we, we have been getting more and more every year. So I th- it, that's one of those things, right? Like a lot of people think you got to sustain yourself immediately. Um, mm. it, even if you improve your scenario by only harvesting one basket of tomatoes, that's one basket of tomato of tomatoes that are actually organic, not mm-hmm. fake organic from big factory industrial farms that they sell yeah. you at the store for the same or for more money. And it's the same tomato, just one vine over. It's got all the same pesticides on it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like it's, often uh, wind doesn't matter at their farm or anything like that. Yeah. It blows around, right? <laughs> well, and the thing is too, like, okay. So when we started, we only had a couple tomato plants, a couple other plants. Now we've got like 19, 20 tomato plants alone uh, in our yard plus I don't know, 50, 60 bean plants and peas, beets, carrots, everything that's good, right? And potatoes, strawberry patch, all that stuff. Um, the, the skills you learn now by learning before you get into that final, like, homestead, everything's perfect state, that's what's going to help you later on down the road. Like, I've heard, and I haven't confirmed, but, you know, you get tomato seeds from tomatoes. And instead of just drying them, you're supposed to actually let them... Uh, kind of get in that fermented goo like instead mm-hmm. of cleaning them let that just kind of break down around them and that'll actually bring up their the chance of germinating the next year so that's interesting and i just learned that the other day i don't know if it's real but uh well, possibly it sounds it like be. nature does its thing well like in help. nature a tomato would fall and then that would happen right. so it makes sense right. right so we're gonna try a few of those that this year but the ones we preserved from last year we didn't do that and every single one sprouted and We've never had tomatoes this big and this early in Manitoba, in my experience. Because mm-hmm. start of Ju- start of July, there's already fruit on the vines. Like end of right. June, there's already cherry tomatoes everywhere. We've got tomatoes that are over six foot tall. We've never had oh, that wow. before. Yeah, well, we've had weather that's just insane. It's like hot bayou, uh, Louisiana <laughs> style weather. All through May and June, it was like 40 and just as humid as and could wet? be. Um, okay kind of it wasn't like rainy humid even though there was rain it was just more like such thick hot air and you'd wake up and the ground is just sopping wet all day but then it would also dry out because the sun is like a thousand degrees but uh, it was really good for starting the plants i think we're sending our humidity to you because we had nothing we had nothing it didn't get hot and we didn't have any it was very dry well where you're in alberta right West of Edmonton, yes. West of Edmonton, yes. So, yeah, you guys have had a way, a weirder year. Uh, last year, we had a really weird growing year. Like, we had snow right up until the end of May. And right. then uh, it just wasn't really a long growing season, even though we still had a pretty good result. But we were under a severe drought watch for the last few years, and now it's good we're finally mm. getting lots of rain. So, yeah, yeah, we were good last year. This year just got really dry. And then we had the fires, so lots of them around. Yeah, well, you know, you, you pay a bunch of uh, college kids to go start fires in the bush, they will. Oh, wow, we're already there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like everybody knows. Everybody, there, there was Experts were all weighing in. They're like, it, it's impossible for them to start like this under these conditions. Okay, trust the experts, right? So mm-hmm. uh, if we do that, uh, how did that happen, right? It's, uh, there's some very interesting literature from the 70s uh, about starting forest fires as a military tactic for invasion so 
Well, I'm not sure if you heard, but Smokey the Bear was vaccinated and didn't make it. <laughs> I don't really care about Smokey the Bear. I like his cousin Gunny, though. Gunny? <laughs> you ever seen Gunny the Bear? No, tell me. Yeah. Well, it's just okay. like a Smokey the Bear with an M60 and like oh, okay. a belt of ammo over him. So he's Gunny. Yeah. That's, that's so my true, favorite. Trudeau's bear. favorite thing. <laughs> probably def definitely afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's afraid <laughs> of the sunshine. Yeah, well, let's not make this go too dark. We can stick with uh, <laughs> the skin people or whatever those were called. Skinwalkers, but... yeah, skinwalkers, no, right? But let's let's not get all dark joke. with Trudeau. I'll try, I'll try not to. I'll because that's another thing too, right? Like, we all know that these people are way too incompetent to be in their positions. There, there is people. There are people above them making the calls, calling the shots, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they are there to aggravate us. They're placed there incompetently to aggravate and lord over you because that's part of a demoralization tactic. Right. And when you can kind of see through that and just be like, oh, okay, these, these college kid jokers um, who all have very questionable friends uh, will, <laughs> like, I, I can get bent out of shape. I can wear some F. Trudeau clothing. Uh, or I can just be like, okay, I'll just go plant another tomato. Because if you grow your own food, the government can't tell you what to do. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you released a song today. I want to go ahead and cue it up for you, if you don't mind. Do it. Um, yeah, it's a great awakening. You want to tell everybody where they can find a copy of this? Okay, so um, I actually had someone comment on my YouTube I saw when I was on my way home just before the stream. Uh, people are like, uh, when do I get my MP3? If you guys really want the MP3 now, I'll send it to you. Just e email the email you get your receipt from and i haven't sent the receipts out because i've been out of the house today but uh go to gregarcade.com and pre-order my new album soundtrack to the collapse either mp3 or cd you'll get an mp3 copy with both of them but cd you pay like a couple bucks more and you'll actually get a cd sent to you when it comes out and it'll just be in they're going to be in like flat uh paper sleeves this time instead of digipacks just because they ship way better and it's a lot easier to get them done and I think most people get rid of the case anyway and just like leave them in the car. So, uh, sure. yeah. So if you go there, you can pick it up. Early bird ends this weekend. So you have until Sunday night to buy early bird and early bird is 10 bucks. It's all us dollars. Uh, if I'm going to use funny money, I'm going to use American funny money. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, 10 bucks for the MP3 12 plus seven shipping for the CD right now, but that price is going to go up, uh, by five bucks by the time the album's out September 1st. So <laughs> wait till September 1st to get your MP3. But if you really want it now, I'll send it to you. Um, just contact me and let me know. Uh, one thing I want to say too, before we get there too, if you pre-order this album, the way that I do albums is they don't go on Spotify. We can talk about why I don't support Spotify later. If you want, doesn't matter to me. I don't mm -hmm. support music streaming. If you want to support me as an artist, just go straight to my website, buy it directly from me. When you buy it directly from me, when it gets mailed out to you September 1st through email, you're going to get your own private page that you'll be able to stream the album from. And on this page, you'll have no ads. You'll have, you'll be able to turn your phone screen off. Oh, wow. You can actually navigate away. I coded it. I figured out how to do it. If you go to gregarcade.com now and click on jukebox, every month or so I rotate the songs that are in the jukebox. It's the same thing. You click it and it'll just start playing and it'll go until you close the browser or you pause it on your device's uh, functionality. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So music, tomatoes, and code. Yeah. Who knew? Everything. Yeah. And engineering well and firearms and Bibles and uh, 
everything. Conspiracy everything good. and truth. Conspiracy and truth. It's fun. It's like, <laughs> I, man, I love when people get uh, mad at the conspiracy theories. Or, they're dangerous. When people say that, I find it so funny. It's like, what? Thinking about things is dangerous? Well, it is. Yeah, it, it is to these folks, so. Yeah, you'll, oh, well. you'll shatter their world sometimes, and that is a danger to them. <laughs> it is, man. It is. It is. All well, right, let me go and kick back. Yeah. Perfect. Cheers, bud. We'll put it on right now. This oh, is your right new back. song, The Great Awakening. Thanks. Now that my old life's gone 
There they are. Oh I my gosh. Speeches. Yeah. My gosh, brother. I don't know how you can say black pilled when we got you in culture and, and helping us now. Thanks, that is man. inspirational. Well, you know, like it's funny because uh I've often been attacked by what I know now is like well, they're not just the left, but uh <laughs> that whole side is like satanic garbage people. And uh, so, like, it, it was really hard for me oh, for many years to get anywhere, especially grinding it out in Manitoba. Like, Manitoba just mm. doesn't care. And doing big events for Manitoba, bringing big people in, they just don't care. They just want people from other places. And uh, now that I refuse to play here, I get called a lot. And i just like, no. I just not. Like, I'll, I do it for friends here in private events, but uh, but I just won't play here again because of that. And that's part of my awakening to realizing this is not my place. But I can operate from here. Yeah. And I relate so much to the song, getting up at the sun, watching it go. This is where you need to be. This is how you do it. Is our morning show. We're up at Well, see the sun. See, that's a, that's a funny line because uh, how do you, I don't know the proper term for this in lyrical writing. Uh, Is it a double entendre when it means two things? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So sun is spelled S U N and S O N. And S O N. In the lyrics when I wrote them. So, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's both, man. It's kind of like you got to, and, and it's how you frame yourself within that song, too. Uh, I'm writing these kind of poppier, happier songs now because I wanted to do that for our side. Uh, so we had something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm finding that it's pulling some really good material out of me lately yeah. so uh <laughs> i guess i i'll keep going down this path for a while as long please as please do can. yeah yeah because culture war is what we were losing and we need guys exactly like you to help us remember that yes we can create we, we're good and we actually have a message there unlike them which is wap and wet and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all that kind of well, stuff that's just it like our side actually has incredible talent to it but a lot of the people get singled out and broken down by bad actors and agents from their side uh, who are just pushing their garbage. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of, it, it's, a, it's a mentality thing though too, like I said, how you frame it. You can look at what someone says about somebody and be like, oh, that song sucks. This guy's song sucks. Or you can look at the fact that that type of person just exists to be right. this negative drain on any conversation and they're going to do that no matter what and what do they like like let's let's look into the things they like it's like this is really cool because only three people know about it it's like that's not why you're supposed to like (laughs) stuff like when i was a younger guy and i was like really zoned in on music uh i i would do that kind of stuff like whoa did you hear this jamaican reggae song from 1966 it's the original reggae song this is so important and it's like i would I, yeah, and I, I would scoff at people when I was a young idiot who was kind of programmed by that world in ways who were like, I, I like Bob Marley, you know, because it's like, oh, that's so generic. But when you think about it, all the stuff that these guys like, that's the genericisms of today. Uh, system approved messaging in art is the generic radio rock of today. Right. And so you've got guys on our side who are doing all all types of stuff, guys and girls. Sorry, not just not just guys, but <laughs> folks on our side are uh, doing lots of really amazing stuff. And we have to go back to that old mentality of digging up records at the record store, 
hunting MP3s on Napster if you lived in that era of finding yep. like cool stuff that isn't pushed by the system and supporting those artists. And part of that also means like, okay, yeah, it it would probably be pretty expensive for you to buy a brand new record every month. But do you pay for Netflix? Mm-hmm. How many times, I know they took The Office down, but how many times do you have to watch reruns of The Office? Just download it. Just steal it on a torrent. You know, like at that point, you're just going to watch the same stuff. There, there are no torrents anymore if anybody uh, looks. They're, they're like all gone almost. It's pretty crazy. Little ones left, but not for music, mostly for video and stuff. Video and some programs and stuff kicking around. But like even then, it's not like it was like in the heyday. No. The heyday of the pirate bay. LimeWire? Remember oh, LimeWire? Wow. Yeah, I remember LimeWire. That was <laughs> that was the, the Napster follow-up after Napster started getting sued into oblivion. Mm-hmm. LimeWire just existed, and then they kind of like slink, slinked out to the side before they Do got sued. Do you remember the sued. first song you downloaded? <sighs> I remember mine, and it wasn't MP3. It was MIDI. That's how I'm far back I go. Pretty sure the first song I downloaded was a song by a punk band called Millen Colin. And the song was Boolean. Boolean. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. It's, I was into skateboarding in high school. So that's cool. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, essentially just we, we change our mentality about things. And so we shut off their system things. It's the same reason why I won't put stuff on Spotify. Spotify oh, yeah. is there to cripple potential good new artists. Right. It's there to essentially make them earn nothing, think that they have to spend all the time promoting their song on Spotify, whereas Spotify is just getting free promotion from them. And then if they're lucky, someone who's somewhat connected to that service will come in and they might get like 500,000 plays on a song. And that's like, what, 400 bucks. And it's like, it's like nothing. (laughs) So you're not actually supporting anybody through using Spotify. Don't fall in same with Apple music, all that stuff. Don't fall into the, the psyop of I'm paying for music. What like this communist style, everybody pays, everybody gets a little, it doesn't work like that. It's exactly music communism. The people at the top make lots of money. They find ways for the people at the bottom make less and less money. Like Spotify produced a bunch of albums for people to listen to when they sleep overnight. So it actually skewed the amount of stream share pay. So everybody's listening to this stuff at night and essentially slices everything in half. Cause now instead of people just listening during the day, they turn on this music at night and everybody's pay goes down, but Spotify's goes up. Like that's, that's real. That happened. There was way more shady stuff that happened, but don't support businesses like that. Find artists, encourage artists to start their own websites. There's a, uh, People who are doing it where they have their own songs. You click, you download the song, you own the song, you own the MP3s. Who cares if the grid goes down? You've got it on your device. Right. So, yeah. Right. Sorry you're if speaking, I'm going here. No, no, no. <laughs> you're just making me reminisce a lot because I, I I, was a co-founder. Not a co-founder. There was two guys that started a company called Ticket Break. And okay. I was, brought, I was brought in as a tech guy. So I'm a guy that wrote all the software for them. And uh, we were taking on Ticketmaster. So we were going coast to coast doing all of that. And I got a real good lesson on how the industry really works in live entertainment and stuff like that. I worked with the lady who worked with a, 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 a similar company when I did Howl at the Moon Music Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, what was, Tixit? Have you yeah, there's a whole bunch. Yeah, we yeah, were like man. one of the first because a whole bunch came out after. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But what we this was when Pearl Jam came out and said, "Look, we hate the fact that Ticketmaster is really screwing over our customers. We want to do more direct sales and cheaper prices." Yeah. So we were like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." Um, they never signed up, by the way. Pearl Jam themselves <laughs> stayed on Ticketmaster. They of never did they switch. Right. Well, they probably we think th it, threatened with something if they left the the machine. It's a dirty <laughs> world, and I think you know this. Like and, the oh, venues yeah. and the producers and the promoters and all these well, people have a chunk. So I've got uh, I've got like a little magazine on the side called Wild Roots Magazine. If you go to wildrootsmagazine.com, I've actually got a few articles that speak to a lot of similar stuff like this on there. Uh, I don't write all of them. Some other people write them sometimes, but I don't even know what's up there right now. Mm -hmm. I've, ne I've neglected so much uh, because I've been focusing on trying to get this record set up. And I'm only one man here who's doing 50,000 things at the same time. But uh, uh, essentially, one thing that really got me about music industry was how much people make. But mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, when you start breaking down what artist fees are versus like what people should be paid for when they do a show, it makes more sense to pay the big names the big money because you'll make you'll actually make money. You lose money on $800 bands. Right. It's they don't bring anybody. Uh if they do bring anybody, they don't know how to value themselves. And once you start to value yourself, you know like uh say you do it pretty simple. How many people are you going to draw? How many tickets are you going to sell? And you look at how many crossover tickets are going to be and you can maybe adjust your price there, but you probably got a set rate. And you know like what's what's 50 bucks times 350 people, right? That's like 17.5, right? So if somebody brings in that much, they should get paid that much. And if that venue can house another 50 to 100 people at that same ticket, that venue can have a pretty good payday itself too for one night. And if you have artists that are doing things like that and valuing themselves appropriately, now you don't have people who are getting burnt out like I used to in the old world when I didn't know about proper valuations, where I'd be mm -hmm. up on stage three or four nights a week singing three set nights by myself or with like a pickup band and you know going home with a couple hundred bucks or a few hundred bucks uh that was uh a waste of my time but a wealth of experience that i gained during that time and uh it's yeah it the industry is ridiculous and dirty but it's also super broken and fake yeah um like let's talk about record sales I've sold more records now ever since I've been counseled by the state than mm -hmm. I ever did before because people saw what I'm doing. People saw the type of messaging that's in my music. I started to cut out all the degenerate messaging in my music um, and just focus on stuff that I think people need to hear that I'm feeling because I realize there's a lot of people who've been through the same experiences I've been through and I can stop singing about you in my songs. I can start singing about I in my songs Right. and people respond to that because they're going to sing along to the song in that way and we've been through similar things and i can just speak from my heart now i don't have to imagine what someone's been through i can just talk about what i've been through and it raises the authenticity of what i do and uh it also lets people have a more meaningful product they can listen to and you don't get that with that yeah you're talking about wap right like Nicki minaj right yeah, what yeah. what is this song why is it even out right <laughs> like, like i remember when we were growing up we had the labels and there was a whole bunch of stuff about cop killing music and let's get rid of that but yeah oh, this, this didn't even get anybody annoyed except us but the thing is it's funny because they got rid of like 
Okay, so they wanted to push out uh, like militant rap music and like mm -hmm. punk music and gangster anything, rap and anything edgy, and uh, it, then they brought in music that matches the degeneracy of the era, right? So like we've got an absolute degenerate infection in every Western nation, and the type of music that's being pushed is also degenerate, right? Like I don't know how many people have always uh, from way back in the day. You're not country. You're from Canada. You should be mm. in Nashville. It's like, didn't you see the Country Music Awards? Marin Morris dancing on stage with a bunch of, you knows. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, well, that's that doesn't represent me. So, uh, like, Nashville could kiss my butt. I don't care about them. I don't care about, like, awards shows. We're taking your award away because some communist magazine said you're hateful. Okay. Did you see what I did with it? I blew it up a Tannerite. Because, yeah, like kiss my. Did ass. you really do this? Yeah, it's in. If you watch, keep my rifle by your side. Except the there's two versions on my YouTube, the okay. the start of it uh, with the acoustic version. It's the one that has the rounds of six five Creedmoor spelling G A. Uh, I don't know if I grabbed that one. You probably grabbed the full band version, but uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's at the start there. It blew it up because at the end of the day, it's a false idol. It's it's a chain that a slave master is trying to put on you so that you behave within the right. structures of their compound right and it's there's no good artist who does that there's not a single good artist out there who is not busting their own chains and helping people break their break their own through messaging okay. right like realize what's going on to you and break away from it like you don't even have to like me or my music i don't care about that a lot of people don't like me that's something that comes with time uh, mm -hmm. and age and you just kind of realize after a while it's like i'm not here for them People who were like, well, sometimes Greg says mean stuff. It's like, yeah, well, maybe my stuff isn't for you to enjoy. Maybe it's for people who get like, hey, you know, like, I know this guy's all right. And he has a right to be angry mm -hmm. because I've been through similar experiences as him and now can realize like, hey, I can be a wholesome person. I can be good for my family, good for my community. But also if somebody does something just heinous, I'm going to call them something heinous. Right, so is what it is. Yeah, I, I can't change me at this point. Don't yeah. either. But what I liked at the <laughs> beginning, what you said there was, uh, you didn't feel like you belong, but now you feel like you belong, and that was kind of how the convoy started. So a bunch of people who thought they were alone, yeah, they realized they're not alone. There's a whole bunch of people that also thought the way they did as well, because we were so isolated and we didn't really know that we all existed out there. And then the well, convoy started up and brought it back to us and made us remember that. And that was the Diagalon thing that Jeremy McKenzie started too, right? Like, uh, they try and paint it as something that it isn't. And it literally mm. was like a joke he started up as, like, a way for his community to have a brand about themselves. And he even said they're going to try and ban this and call this, like, way early mm. on. And then mm. they call this bad names. And they did because they don't want people to unify against this stuff. And... Uh, having common culture is such a danger to these people because they count on everybody being fragmented so they can creep their little tentacles into everything. And then once they're in everywhere, people are too afraid to do anything. But you have these, like these communities, like so Diagalon, uh, I was attracted to it because Jeremy was saying rational stuff on his stream. People were like, this guy says evil things. It's like you watch it, it's like, He's literally just talking about the news and he's talking it from the perspective of like a Canadian dude who's like, who walks through every day going like this. 
you know, <laughs> like, like me yeah. being like, why is this happen? Why, why are we even dealing with this problem? Why is this news? And over time you realize like you grow, you become parts of new communities. Uh, the convoy happened and you see, oh, hey, it's not just us. There's lots of groups of people out there who are fragmented. And here's the unifying thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, like they they had to do to the convoy what they did to Diagalon. Call it hateful, call it racist, right. call it all right. these things. Like <laughs> Diagalon's like an open borders country that's super multi-culty, right? Like, <laughs> like, like, look at it. Look at the people who are in it. it it's, it's an open borders country. And that's why I left. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, you're, you're almost on the white part where it's uh, coming across with Manitoba there. I know Alberta were yeah. nice and covered. Wait, what do you mean? Well, the diagonal flag across the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm in the outpost. Yeah, you're myself. just on the outpost. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come and pick you up when we need to get you back over. Man, it's <laughs> funny. A lot of people always uh, knock on Manitoba. Uh, I think I talked about this a little but Like Manitoba is ultra based. Like if you go down in the Winkler area of Manitoba and around there, the people are awesome for the first mm-hmm. part. And everyone is ultra based. I'd say more based than many Albertans I've ever met. Quite and, possibly. Yeah. And it's, it's neglected, but it's also part of the reason I like living here because like end of the day, we are flyover country and being in flyover country means people leave you alone. And what do I want with my life? Leave me alone, leave alone. Yeah. to do my own stuff. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> All these fancy things. Why, why do we need some big fancy cities? Well, Taylor Swift is going to come to Calgary, right? Like, I don't care. I don't, it's I don't want watch... it for 15 minutes. Cities. That's not worth it. <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't watch sports ball. Like I used to, I used to play sports. Like I was a provincial athlete for team Manitoba and uh, like playing soccer and other things. Right. But like, I think that watching sports is really, really dumb unless you're watching it specifically for the point of improving your own ability to play that sport. And oh, nobody okay. is. Other people are just watching sports because they're like, that's my that's my favorite guy because he did a funny dance in the end zone once. <laughs> like, is that, that's it? Why are you wearing another man's name on the back of your shirt? That's strange. Yeah, I got to tell you, we stopped sports. Uh, we used to be NBA fans until yeah. the Justice League happened and the diversity league in that bubble in Florida. Yeah. It destroyed that for us. And we were big fans, but you know what? It's all supposed to do that. All of this is supposed to do that. Uh, the Bud Light thing, the Ben and Jerry's thing. It's mm-hmm. all supposed to do that. So people go, well, they shouldn't do that. They're taking away some brand that we like. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the whole point. That's the ESG. I think that's what they are. Right. The, ESG. Yeah. So, they're not doing it for the purpose of promoting transgenderism in these brands. They're doing it for the purpose of removing your identity and they identify things that are tied to your brand. So like Budweiser, light beer, you know, like, Oh, you can't have that Western man. Country music. Max the magazine. Remember that one? That turned yeah. all weird. Well, the Dixie chicks, the chicks, lady antebellum, lady a, we can't say anything about the South. Don't you know that was a war about racism? Have you ever read anything about that war? It has, you know, there's a lot of factors leading up to that war. Do you know, like, a lot of the governors of the North still owned slaves at the end of the American Civil War? Hmm. Right? Well, if you think about what is a sports team, if not. Yeah. Well, exactly. Owning slaves. What's an artist? Look at what they did to Kanye. 
You trade if you trade somebody by with money, you're you're a trader. Yeah. You're trading in, in you're trading people. The... But like yeah. and if say say one of you step out of line, one of you starts speaking out against the slave masters, they're gonna they're like gonna we're doing you. right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well that's why they wanted to whip me when I spoke yeah. out against COVID, right? When I helped Jeremy McKenzie, they had to whip me, realize I don't give a fuck about them and they don't own anything about me. Like yeah. it's the same thing they did with Kanye West when he started speaking like with Nick Fuentes and all that, they had to whip him into place. Right. Uh, they did the same thing with Michael Jackson, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, they made him look like right, he was coming out pedophile. against Sony and stuff. Right. He, he was, was coming, coming out. out against a bunch of stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, people don't know that part, by the way, because you have to be in the industry to really know he was really showing a lot of ugly stuff that was going on with Sony and music management. And yep. stuff. Yeah, and it always it goes back to the same place all the time. I'm not going to get into that on your nice show, but uh, <laughs> we'll, like, we'll come back another night and do it later, <laughs> maybe. Uh, mm -hmm. But like, it, it, essentially, it's just okay. There's evil, and it's out there, and the people who are saying they're against slavery are the ones who own slaves. Yeah, that's just and they want to treat you like a slave too. Yeah, just and listen to me, do what I say. You know, like when when they wrote that like. <laughs> Uh, Canadian Hate Network article about me. They're like, he said mean things about Black Lives Matter. It's like, well, how did that organization end up? Like, what mm -hmm. what happened with that? I know, like, I have black friends. They're not mad at me. They say the same things I do because at the end of the day, they're like, uh, they see that it's like evil at the end of the day. Like, I, I stand with people who are standing against evil, right? Like, right. sometimes you have forever allies sometimes you have temporary allies sometimes you have just friendly acquaintances but if we're on the same side i'm good with tearing down the big evil that's in front of us but you know a lot of people don't they don't see that a lot of people say this is one thing that gets me about the the conservative side man this is uh it just gets me it's like okay uh when there was the 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 schools with the trans literature that was a promoting like kids touching themselves and, and other stuff yeah and all the all the muslim communities came out right right and all the conservatives were like you know that meme with the you know they're all excited okay. they're like they're like oh look all the muslims came out it's like yeah that's good that's good they're out but that's not your that's not your battle you're not winning anything like you can be ex you can be excited you have allies in this but mm -hmm. you're supposed to have your own identity and you shouldn't be ashamed of your own identity like just because like people think of it and they go okay the muslim community's out now now these super woke lgbtq people can't uh discriminate against them like they discriminate against us because we're right. just heterosexual white people and that's right. evil now right but like heterosexual white people should just not care about getting... i don't yeah like it's it's not like okay <laughs> this is this is a line that came up the other day uh I won't say the whole thing. I'll just say this. You, you don't have to be rude to people. You know, you can have your own beliefs, but it still doesn't mean you have to be rude to people about those beliefs. Mm -hmm. And essentially what I'm saying with that is like, you don't have to get along with everybody and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you don't have to be a dick unless it calls for it. Like, right. I don't, I don't know if this is making sense, man. Sometimes it doesn't. I say it doesn't. Okay, good. It does. No, it does. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it it doesn't make sense. Hold on. 
<laughs> yeah. There we go. Live music. All right there. And I just dropped my microphone. I'm all excited. I, well, um, I think people are just afraid to talk about that point that I'm bringing up, right? Where it's right. like you, you have your own identity. You have your own reason to be mad about these things. Like I'm Christian. I don't need to explain to you. I don't need to like cuck out to you about why this certain belief is bad or good. It's like, I believe it. So get out of here. And people like to, to put Christians into a box and just be like, you're supposed to love everybody. And they use yeah. that to attack people's empathy. And it's like, okay. They haven't read the whole book. Yeah. They haven't read the whole book. You haven't figured yeah. out that, you know, you got to throw people out of the temple. You got to, you got to, you got to do some things like that. You got to, yeah. no, you they're know. just clipping things that sound good. You got to read the whole thing. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, don't, don't let other people define your beliefs for you. It's like, that's not very Christian of you. That's my favorite one that people pull out. And it's like, you don't know a single thing about me. So shut mm -hmm. up. You know, <laughs> like not you, Jason, but, and not you in the chat. No, 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 I didn't I just that mean, way. you know, these people, and, <laughs> <laughs> but they just keep your, your empathy has been weaponized against you people. And that's why you're so excited when somebody else agrees with you, who doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. belong to the immediate group you belong to. Right. And you don't need that. You need to have the courage and the strength to just be like, I believe in this cause and I'm fighting for it. And that's it. There is nothing else. So that's when I have a segue to what I'm about to do yeah. to you here. So All bury right. me with my boots on. <laughs> yeah, man. That fits perfect. So let's go ahead and throw that on and we'll chat about why you wrote, or wrote this one and made this we'll video. We'll do. I'm going to hop All in right. the chat. Cheers. Go ahead. I'll, I'll see you there. Don't be sad if I am 
burn that fire till the wood's all gone. I love it too. The crowd and the chat is love loving that. that and Ellen is I love her icons that she does. You see that? The gray with the two boots. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't see. No, well, because okay, yeah. so I've got my computer down there yonder. So when you see me no, looking this way, I'm checking in to make sure that like the camera isn't screwed up. But I'm oh, cool, at this, cool. this fancy camera I got here. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. that is a great song, man. And I saw Thanks. Jeremy Sorry. in there. I saw a whole bunch of faces I recognize. Yeah, yeah well, brother. Uh, it was weird. So at that time, I think uh, during Convoy, I must have had a new song every day or two. Um, if you go, like most of them are on the Rolling Thunder album, right. uh, which you can buy MP3 on my website. I don't have CDs of that one. Uh, they sold out, and I just taking on stock is crazy like i could yeah, yeah, but if there was a lot of demand right i'm not gonna buy several hundred cds for like five sales when most people mm -hmm. are buying mp3 anyway mm -hmm. so like yeah i just uh i i that that was a crazy album it was funny too because i called it rolling thunder and about two weeks after that happened, Ferryman had sent me a message. He's like, do you see this? There's like a rolling thunder rally happening in Ottawa now. Yep. And like, I know that that one had happened a few times before, but like, I didn't know that until I heard about it. But uh, the synchronicities we all experienced and continue to experience over this period are crazy. So that song, Bury Me With My Boots On, that one's been in my head since 2017, just the course. But right. I found this this weird thing, and it's, it's a belief of mine that uh, God has actually given me a lot of the courses to the songs I have to write, and I have like tons just saved up. But I don't finish them until I get the verses, because the verses give me I get them after I get the experience, right? Mm -hmm. And that song, it was just like this song has to go out right now because that's it. It's just, that that's just it. Like that's the time it has to go out. Do you and feel some divine intervention there, or do you feel? Some I have, yeah, I do. Uh, not to, not to no, no, people go off, on. but uh, we, we believe that here. It's well, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't care if you believe it or not, but I'm glad to That's hear you. That's even do. better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just more so for the point of encouraging people. It's kind of like you don't even really understand the things you have to do because the nature of reality is much different than you've been psyoped to believe your entire life. And mm -hmm. when you kind of just, you can't always just go with the flow. Sometimes you have to fight against the current, but sometimes the energy just works with you. And if you can find kind of that vibe to ride in with, I find that's what happens with my music and my songwriting and why it's impactful for people who are members of this community and like-minded communities, because I think that, this is this is what I was kind of meant to do. I was meant to go through this life I went through, learning the things I did, having the struggles I did, getting to this point where I am now, and now singing to this audience. 
Like I, f- I feel like it was important for me to learn these like Nashville style production uh, quality because our side needed a guy like me. And there's tons of guys like me on our side who are doing their own thing in their own niche. But our side needed a guy like me who's making this type of music and singing about these types of things. And I just try to make sure that I'm not pushing it too hard in the mm-hmm. sense of like, oh, well, that song did really good, so I'm going to write 10 more Great Awakenings. Right. I, right. I don't want to do that. I have to just be like, hey, I I made this like vow to myself that I'm not like, okay, it's a country song, so I'm just going to make sure that it goes like, uh, hold on here. Got to make sure that every bass line is... Because you get stuck in those types of things when you're playing music. You're like, I have to fit into this genre. And that's why a lot of my stuff isn't like just country. Like I've got uh, folky tunes. I've got hard rock tunes. People will call some of them even metal-ish. And uh, yeah, southern rock, just rock and roll. Like I'm just doing what I do, but I am just a white guy from Western Canada with a big hat at the same time. So I fall into this. Well, let me relate to that. Let me relate to that. Because what it sounds like is you don't want to be put into a box at all and this is why i'm an i am an independent candidate i don't want to be in a party box i I don't fit there i don't work well in those kind of environments i work far better when i can do what i need to do which is right and follow my path and that kind of stuff i kind of relate like i don't make the music but i certainly have my message no a hundred percent if every politician was like that and just represented the best interests of their uh constituents and not the best interests of their party what a different world we would live in but it's it would just sound better we'd have a lot to listen to yeah like you uh, new messages yeah uh, you you i guess that's kind of to that point we were talking about before where people are reaching beyond their range people mm-hmm. hold themselves back from saying anything meaningful from their music because they're afraid of saying something that'll get them in trouble, which will mean right. now you'll never have that one in a billion shot you never get to have anyway because you need to be groomed in part of a special club to get there. You know, like, like they'll be like, well, if I, if I say something that I'm feeling, if I tell people, like, don't go get the, the thing that everybody <laughs> got, I, you're on YouTube, so I'm going to not say it. Right, thank you. But, I appreciate that. <laughs> but... I'll try. I'll try, man. I sometimes I say the dumbest stuff. Just ask my friends. Skinwalker. Um, <laughs> Skinwalker. I don't even know what that is. Okay, it's like a weird being that'll eat you and then wear your skin to try and eat more people. But, oh, like uh, a beetle from uh, Black Men in Black. Like, totally. Okay. That's a good example of a skinwalker, in my opinion. Um, but that's a little different. That's like an alien. But uh, sure. <laughs> what was I saying? I hear the guitar. I'm wondering if there's something going to happen. Oh, uh, you know what? I. I don't know. I'm trying to think. That's why, because we talked about this before well, the show. If I we had one. somebody ask about "Come and Get It," I didn't cue that one up. Is is it something you know? Yeah, I do. Let me see. Hey, Patricia, look at this. We might get uh, a live version of it. Let me see. Let me see here. It's gonna be a little different. Sure, that's the best pine. If you can see this, this thing tunes. Itself. Want me to get some Nicki Minaj ready for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of those Try silly songs. Mash too. that up with Greg. <laughs> Can you hear this? Oh yes. Keep going. Good old 
boy standing on my blacktop Ain't saying much, ain't gonna back up Looks like someone done gone messed up Be blood them boys came dressed up Heard someone's running their mouth Heard somebody's been spreading round rumors Figured they'd have hushed up by now But time's up, ain't no way out They've been making plenty of noise But they should have known better mess around with them boys Want war? You said it, we got what you want Come and get it Want blood? You said it, we got what you want Come and get it Looking to fight, you said it, we got what you want, come and get it. You want war, you said it, we got what you want, come and get it. No honey, there ain't no take backs. Too far, only one way back These boys are here for payback So pay up or you best well stay back What you all think you'd get Making a fight with them roughnecks and rednecks You ask me, should've just left them all alone But you didn't You think this is a game Well who the hell you think you are playing One more Said it, we got what you want, come and get it. Looking to fight, said it, we got what you want, come and get it. You want blood, said it, we got what you want, come and get it. You want war, said it, we got what you want, come and get it. We got what you want, come and get it. Best I can do right now. Yeehaw, brother. Oh my gosh, you broke the internet. You made my day. Good. I didn't oh break gosh. the internet. I oh, wish I would, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patricia Laforette, that was for you. That was for you. Thank awesome. you so much, Greg. Oh, thank oh, you guys. Awesome. I'm glad you guys came. I'm I'm very blessed and I'm very thankful that you guys actually like the things I do. Like, <laughs> like uh, it. We love it, brother. But like no, as no. a musician, it's weird because you gotta slug it out a lot of years kind of figuring out where you fit mm -hmm. in. And even then that's not I didn't even me. really fit in anywhere until after I just started telling like the people who deserved it to kiss my ass, right? So like after that, people kind of started to get it and they're like, Oh, okay, this guy kind of thinks like me. Oh, I'll listen to his songs. Oh, they're okay. I think that's what happened. I don't know what's actually happened, but uh I'm just hope it doesn't stop happening, but I'll keep Listen, going. I got to tell I you, I, I was sitting at my desk and we were working on a video. We we're trying to get the Canada thing going. And I was wondering to myself, where can I get music? And I'm not joking. Where can I get music? I had one guy say, Hey, now giving me stuff, which is great, but I wanted a variety. Mm -hmm. Your message popped in and said, Hey, I found you. Here's some music. Take a look and have a listen. I was like, but at first, I was like, I get so many of these, they're not good. And then I click one. And like, it's like every lyric is exactly what I was wanting to say. It was like divine intervention. I absolutely believe that. That's because we've had similar experiences, my friend. And when I stopped holding that back and I just started singing them in my songs, it started mm -hmm. to relate to people. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Oh, I love it, Greg. And I'm not kissing. You're already on my show. I don't have to kiss anything. You're here, and I love you it. You don't. Well, no, people on our side, please don't kiss my bottom. Uh, <laughs> don't awful. have to. It's, it's, it's the it's other side. Good. It's the other side. They can they can kiss all of our collective bottoms for what they've put us through. Uh, not yeah. just over the last few years, but like the behavior. Like we talked about just the other day, where I said I think cancel culture is synonymous with treason. Yes, and you know they've subjected us to this we <laughs> why in the world is anybody standing up to say we need to get rid of something that they don't like why don't they just go support something they like right because it's not about that it's it's like the bud light thing it's not about what it seems like on the surface it's got an Correct. ulterior motive and the motive is seizing the development of our culture and the growth of our culture and at the end of the day it's like well you can you can be one of those people who thinks this is important and you know you do it in both directions don't don't participate in that stuff mm -hmm. just focus on positively building the people you care about because part of that culture cancel culture too is you get a lot of people who are angry and are like why did this happen to me well let's get them out of here and now you spend all your time fighting back and forth you're not doing something like oh hey like this is pretty cool let's all have fun with this why were things cool in the 70s and 80s when you look back? Well, there was this stuff going on too. This stuff has always happened, but you only right. remember the positive stuff that grew. So if you want to have that for your own generation, if you want to have that for today, you have to do it. You have to participate in having fun with your friends and reality. Right? Like, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's what I think. Just, sorry, sorry. And absolutely, was a, what I was about to say was... Um, you feel like when people stand up for themselves, it's a good thing and cancel culture comes along and it's, you, you want to stay away from it. I get it. But what do you feel about the people who know they're going to be canceled? They know they're about to step into a hornet's nest and do it like James top. So when he decided to go across Canada, he knew there's going to be haters. He knew possibly even his own military would not be pleased with what he's doing and saying, and he still took those steps, a whole bunch of them across Canada. Well, now, say, I know you, I was gonna you say, know who I'm, this is. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I'll say the same thing again. We've had similar experiences, right? Like, when I decided to support Jeremy McKenzie, like, I knew the <laughs> the consequences when I put on the uniform, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, uh, the thing is, I can't stand these people who will literally be, like, just on top of every government-approved cause and then mm -hmm. share a meme like all that needs to happen for evil to win is good men to do nothing like they'll, they'll share that meme right where it's like you heard that right i didn't say it oh yes no, okay. no, keep going. <laughs> but you know what i mean right like they'll share this meme just like they'll change whatever their profile photo is on their social media but it doesn't mean anything but then right. when good men stand up and do something, it's like, what'd you think? You're going to get a hero's welcome? Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Oh, he finally yep. stood up. No, you knew it was going to be hard. Just like I knew it was going to be hard. Just like James Top knew it was going to be hard. We all have different levels of degrees. Like, I'm not equating myself to what he He walked across a country. He did what Terry Fox only dreamed of doing. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that one goes out to Derek. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's Friday. We can get a little dark. It's fine. a joke. I don't know. I like Terry Terry's Fox. Fun. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like him. So. But he was pretty based. He had a lot of really good ideas. Um, I had but... a similar joke in my family, though. I said, this is where he stopped when we were in Thunder Bay. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I think that joke's going around. But it's crazy. Like, we this guy walked jokes. across the largest 
largest landmass, um, uh, allegedly, uh, allegedly largest landmass. However, he did walk across it. I'll, mm-hmm. That definitely did happen. And people are just like, it's a fake. It's not real. This guy's a Nazi. <laughs> How many more people you got to hear are Nazis, right? Like, do you even know what that word means? Have it you means looked into it? Yeah, but have you looked it, into its origins? Right? Like, people don't even look at, like, when that word originated when they started using it. It's the same thing with, like, racist. Where did that word originate? Well, it originated with Trotsky when he was using it to denigrate his political opponent. Like, essentially, he was losing, so they made up a word, and he's like, he's a racist! And people are like, oh, wow, I don't want to be that. People might call me that. I'm going to vote the other way. Right? So, like, that that's the origin of this word. And you guys look into these words, and people say... Well, well, words are spells. Words are spelling. When you say that, do you even know what it means? Like, you can cast a spell at people by calling them a bad name. And then people mm-hmm. start to believe it. And now you've created an illusion. You're an illusionist. Right? So, you, when people stop analyzing the quality of what a person actually is, and they take things on hearsay, they deserve to live in the illusion. They deserve to live in this world that's killing them through chemicals in the food and in the tap water. They deserve to be, like, until they're willing to take the, the brave step, this is tying into it, don't worry. I the see brave that. step brave that step. other people have done, and it starts with just you saying, I don't believe, like, I'm willing to conspiracy think, right? Like, you know, the conspiracy theories are dangerous. I'm willing to mm-hmm. partake in that for a second because something isn't adding up. I was sitting in my backyard with uh, a neighbor who lives pretty close by. He's a really good friend and his buddy. And they were like, uh, they, they just, they were like, man, like, we get it. We get that this was like a psyop. We get that this was a joke. And now like, we took two of these things and mm-hmm. like, what okay. the hell? Right? And right but like at that point like hopefully they're gonna be okay hopefully they're taking steps to detox hopefully uh one buddy's watching i sent him the link to this show tonight um and it just you know like one thing that happens on our side is people think that we hate these people no i hate what i went through and i'm not going to lie about that i hate what my family had to go through i hate what i went through for speaking up uh, but at the same time, I don't because I'm way freer now. I have a way better life. I'm way happier. And I, I've i come into God's love through this experience in a way in my own life that I can't even explain over the stream. Good. But as some, all you have to do is that first step of something isn't right. And even if you're late, even if something got you first, right? Like I... I did degenerate stuff when I was younger because I was told this is what you got to do if you want to make it in music, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I can't go back and change that. But to me, that was God giving me a lesson to make me stronger so that when I got to this point today and now I could realize it, I can say, hey, like, don't do this. Hey, like, hey, young musician guy, don't go chasing tail. Don't do drugs. Don't do that stuff. You literally don't need to do that. Like people who exalt that stuff, they're very sick, they're very hurt, and all they want to do is hurt the people around them. Right. And you ha- you want to f- break away from that and lead by example and be brave enough to do that. And people are going to call you names. Well, you don't want to sleep with a bunch of girls, virgin. Right? Like people are going to call, no matter what happens, no, people are going to call you names. Uh, I don't know if you're on my Telegram channel, but I shared that video of that uh, beautiful 
a girl singing uh, the song about Irish eyes. Okay. Um, so if you haven't seen it, go to t.me slash the legend of Greg Arcade. And so it's just this beautiful rendition of an old Irish folk song. And she's playing the hand drum and singing. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I go back through the comments and even on Telegram, people are like, she's a she's a bee she's an idiot she's so gross it's like who are these why people? yeah yeah like what what is this serving and so those people are always going to be there even if you do something great and beautiful because bettering yourself shows them to them that they they are inadequate within their own life and it reminds them right. that they're angry at themselves so they lash out so you can't worry about these people they're going to call you a racist they're going to call you a bigot who cares because you're just going to i'm going to lead by example i'm going to go over here with these cool people who've been through similar experiences man i'm tying stuff together today and i'm going to contribute to this community and the first step is saying something isn't right and i'm going to look at it in a way that i'm not supposed to and when you look at it long enough you realize like hey I, i wouldn't be good with myself in 30 years if i don't stand up at this moment and say something like I'm, I, who am I gonna do? Live, live hiding under the floorboards, while uh, this evil creeps over and is hunting me. It's like no, I'm gonna right. live my life. I'm gonna be proud of it. I'm going to lead by example with others. I'm going to. It doesn't mean that I'm gonna be this soft little puss puss, because a lot of people get that convoluted. I talked about this earlier too. I just realized. Right. You know, like I, I think, being a man means getting into conflict and it means enduring struggle and becoming stronger because of that struggle. And those struggles can come from something as simple as like somebody trying to slander you. It can come mm-hmm. from some kind of hardship in your life. It can come from like some a mistake some, you made. Yeah, exactly. Something you got tricked into doing, you know, like say you're doing drugs or you're like drinking too much or something. Um, it, it's all, it's all put there because we have to go through this stuff. I was telling my wife this the other day. I remember being like six years old and going to catechism, which is like Bible school Catholic. And my, we were, they were talking about when Peter denies Jesus three times. Mm-hmm. And I was like talking to my dad. I remember on the drive home, like, who would do that? Who right. would ever do that? And then I look through my life and I look, uh, you know, I, I fell into the system, the B system's garbage made me think like, oh yeah, you're, you're an atheist now. Nothing's real. Everything's hopeless. Just take these pills. You know better. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. You know better. And you know better. You don't need anything else. Yeah. And like, yeah, you just turn into worm food when you die. There's nothing to connect to. There's the world is exactly as you see it. And your body, your choice. It's, it's all ridiculous at the end of it, but, but you kind of sometimes need to go through that stuff so you can see that you don't need it. And sometimes that's like, I, I talk about this quite often on, in my Substack, and sometimes in the podcasts I do about the crosses you are given to carry and mm-hmm. you have to carry those crosses. So you know, James Top, his cross was the military went after him. Uh, the anti-hate networks calling him a Nazi. Everybody's mad at this guy. But he carried his cross to completion. He completed what he set yeah. out to do, and he inspired so many people. 
and so he's he'll he is being rewarded and even if that reward is just the experience he had in doing this that's a reward it's the same mm-hmm. thing for me being an outspoken musician who's not willing to like take the industry's guff you know and just being like no i'll i'll fight you to the end of this one like <laughs> Well, you're not going to be able to record. Eh, I'll just learn how to record yeah, good. Can. Yeah, yeah well, no one will play with you. Can. Then I'll play everything. Well, then you can't make videos. Then I'll learn to edit the videos. But you'll never put music out. I'll put up my own website. You know, like, there's there's a certain charm in being as stubborn as I am. I and love I, it. I would claim that I might be the most stubborn man in the country. <laughs> That's I why know. I don't do I everything. <laughs> Well, look, listen, I'm, I'm a homesteader. I'm a programmer. I went to law school just so I can do my own cases and, and represent That's myself. That's amazing. And, you're my uh, lawyer now. Oh, well, I'm a paralegal, so I'll assist you there. Nah, uh, you're because bad. I, it's good enough. I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely help you. And I love Manitoba. <laughs> I, I spent like eight years there. It's so, a great uh, place. It is. It, it Sorry to interrupt. Continue. None. Homesteader, no worries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you were mentioning you're taking on everything... Try being an independent candidate. All parties hate oh, you. Man. Everybody hates you right away. You're trying to ruin their party. They all say that. It's like, wow. Well, because but, that's that's exactly it with like the musicians. You're not going to be part of a label. You're not going to yeah. work with the provincial music organizations. You're, gonna split the vote. you're, gonna you're like, not you in a union. You're, yeah. The danger is you're showing people that there's an alternative path. And that's yes. what they're super scared of because they've invested so much in controlling the system. They don't care who runs for office. They don't well, care like who plays on stage as long as they use the proper channels so that everyone gets their piece so that they don't have to do extra work. Disruptor comes along. Well, we got to slander him. We got to libel him. We got to go after him. We got to make sure he's suppressed. We got to debank him. We got to make sure his podcast don't listen to that. They talk about dangerous conspiracy theories, right? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's such a one play book. And when you see through it, it's like, oh, okay. I'm just gonna hang out with my friends in our like private chats and like grow tomatoes. <laughs> well, at some point they become compost, and it doesn't bother you anymore. And it yeah. actually helps you because it lets you know when you're over the target and when you're actually in a good place. The it's more a- of them they are, the more hornets that they are. You kicked it nicely. So I, I don't mind them anymore. At the beginning, I was intimidated not by what they can do to me, but but what I may do to them. So I was more worried about lashing out to them or being rude to them. Well, That's also, what I was worried about. you were probably conditioned for your em- empathic reaction to be like, right. oh, I've disrupted these people and I, I didn't need to do that because they, they program the world to make you feel like you're the aggressor for being well, attacked. Canada, I'm sorry, I'm Canadian. Yeah, it's That's ridiculous. I never say that anymore. I think no, no, no. But I mean, by yeah, being no, no, I know what you mean. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't, I refuse to. No, I'm sorry, like, I brought that up right there. Right there. No, but when when everybody started <laughs> saying "stay safe" at the same time, I was like, Yeah, hold on here, hold on. Uh, I don't watch the news, but I imagine they're saying that a lot on the news. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just like the the fun thing about kicking hornets' nests, man. So there's always hornets. Like I told you, more than half, a lot more than half the internet's fake. So they're always going to be there to get you. But when you kick that hornet's nest, someone else who kicked that hornet's nest before is going to be like, hey, there's a guy over there. There's a real guy over there. Hold on. Maybe I should go see that guy. 
And that's mm-hmm. how you make friends. And that's how it starts. And that's why on the long timeline, we're just going to win because like there's, there's no other option, man. There's like the, their plan is to just destroy everything. Okay. Well, as soon as it's all destroyed, then what? Uh, well, for starters, I think we're going to rebuild and we're going to be able to do that. But well, we're already you, doing it on our own. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why we have our own web pages and we do our own thing and you learn how to code to make it happen. 100% that's why you do that. Now, you reached out to me. So there must yep. have been a hornet's nest that you saw. That oh, I yeah. I saw you kick the old Mackenzie nest. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. You, oh, posted, yeah. you said I'm in diagonal now. And I'm like, it's, there, there's a guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, you know what? Like, I didn't know anything about your platform. I didn't research or anything. I just reached out right away. I was like, hey, you want anything? Just use it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair and enough that's, to... you know, and it's good. And I, I like what you're doing. I like what you're building. Like, good for you, man. Cheers, brother. Cheers I think that. I think we definitely have a lot in common. And we're going to get into this. But now let's go to a, to the Ballard of James Top. Yeah. This is what we're getting into because he took the steps. He knew it was going to be rough. So and before it was this. Rough. Before this song, uh, a buddy of mine, Marty Leeds, is like, when are you going to write a James Top song? He said that at about 3.40 p.m. the night before. Mm-hmm. And then at, when was the release time? Around 4 o'clock, I think, p.m. is when I put that one out on YouTube. Wow. That was from from inception of idea to music video complete. Like about Did you say 20 hours. minutes? 24, oh, 24 hours. hours. So you did one, one period. Wow. Yeah, all okay. of it. So the music video, the music, the production, the writing, all that. Yeah. But and you're not supposed to be able to do that according to the industry. If None you that. do that, you're showing people that there's no need for recording studios. You guys want to see my studio? I'm sitting you in it. You should see this mine, is, dude, too. This is like, this is bigger than I need, too. I do most yeah. of my work in about a four-square-foot section over there. And, like, you don't, you don't need much. And you can get yep. really good quality work. And they don't want you to know that because they want, they want these fake assets to be part of the illusion. Most people Correct. go to recording studios to take pictures so they can yeah, tell their they, story. They there, but yeah, yeah, but I went but, to someone's but, studio, but yeah, and they'd be like, check it out, working in the studio, new song. But actually, if you're working in the studio, a new song, you don't have a hand to have on a phone, you have to have it on your instrument or a pen. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, all, all real artists these days pretty much you know get yourself a, f- a few hundred dollars worth of microphone equipment and that's all you need and you can work with people who know how to produce it a little further like me and that's what people do so you're gonna inspire many to do that because once they hear what you're able to do with your work i hope so because the system is garbage and it's just like why why did you get into playing music in the first place if you play music did you get into playing music to do cocaine with people in weird safe space bars that also hold drag queen story time shows? Or did you get into music to just cut tunes because you're bored of the, the mainstream stuff? That's the entire reason I got into music. And it's been a great journey. It's very cool. And it's done a lot of amazing things for me. Uh, it's definitely got me into lots of trouble. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, what? that's a bigger story than just music. Why did you get into the things you do? Did you do it to be part of this fake system or did you do it because you love it and you want to do things like, like I said, I don't really play shows anymore. I didn't want to play shows in the first place. I wanted to make right. stuff on, on my Casio keyboard and my IBM 433 computer, you know, like, it's <laughs> like what I wanted to do. I just wanted to, to make tunes. And when one tune's done, I want to move to the next tune. And I'm fortunate enough that now I'm at a point where I make a tune and someone else goes like, 
hey, like, that's a pretty good tune. I'm interested in what you do. Here's $20. You know, and because they do that, it's like, oh, this is amazing because I can continue to make songs because it's it is a touching thing, too, when they do that. Yeah, absolutely. It means it means the absolute world to me. So thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. And if you do have twenty dollars, head on down to gregarcade.com. <laughs> and then when you're done that, and if you have forty dollars, you can pick up my book. I just released it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get myself one of those soon. We should talk about it because I think you will like it. There's a bunch of things in there I think you like. But uh, right now, I want to hear the Ballard of James Top. I want to be inspired. And I want to hear what you can produce in 24 hours. And I want to show people, here's what you can do in 24 hours. You tell us if you like this. With the video. That's the thing. Video, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole video too, yeah. All right, folks. You can't put out a song anymore without a video. That's just how it works. Okay, I got to stop talking. It's all good, brother, but let's go. Here we go. This is uh, the Ballad of James Top. They all started on the hill with the politicians' lies. The real ones knew that something wasn't right. The country turned blue, suffocated, and closed its eyes. Then the people all rallied in the capital town. Politicians paid the cops to shut them all down. But one man knew he had to do what he could to rise. Yeah, he knows where he's headed and he's coming to talk.
Oh, my. You played every instrument on that, too, didn't you? Oh, big time. I always do. Well, the only time uh, I've had anybody pick for me, like pick a tune for me, like if you hear female vocals, that's my wife. She's also a musician. She's got amazing tunes. Um, And then like on Bury Me With My Boots on Pastor Chris Burke, the Plaid Padre from PEI. He's another fantastic musician uh, who's completely on our side, super based, awesome guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. He played a little fiddle for me on Bury Me With My Boots on. Uh, when you hear that. So that was nice to have him on there. So if you guys can go to, uh, I think it's chrisburke.me. C-H-R-I-S-B-U-R-K-E.me. I think that's it. And he's got like a little okay. EP there you can buy. And he's a really nice guy. He's got some similar covers. Finally bought himself some boots and a cowboy hat. So that's good. He's no longer a folk musician. That's their side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, you got me thinking, and my chat's got me thinking because I saw so many comments about we've got to do more music on the show. And yeah. they're really loving this episode because it's full of great music. Good. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing math. Like I'm fully booked for the next month, but I'm trying to figure out how can I get some more music in. And I'm thinking maybe our weekly Wednesday show where we do our great Canadian relay will actually chunk out a, a section for music and maybe we can bring your wife and other people that well, you're there's some great guys like chris hansen's a, a young kid who just moved out alberta away because he left eastern canada moved out alberta because he's super bass and he does i think like, i think he reached out to me he's an awesome kid uh he yeah. has so he reminds me of a young me so okay. uh watch out in 10 years you got another one of me after i'm long yeah, yeah. he rings a bell because he's down in calgary right? <laughs> Uh, he's around there. I think he's rural. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't go for the docks, but uh, he has his own home studio. He's getting better at recording for sure. Like it, it's a thing that takes time. It's not something you know right away and you're really good at. Generally, if you are, you don't have good songs. And Steve has awesome songs and his production's really good. Um, but it's climbing every time he puts out a song. Like he tries something new and it sounds really good. But he's got more of like he's got this cool lo-fi in a good way thing that i used to do when i was younger yeah steve hansen yeah steve hansen.ca yeah yep steve hansen.ca s-t-e-v-e-h-a-n-s-o-n.ca i'm just i'm just i'm here to promote everyone everyone else and he's on twitter at steve hansen 420 yeah so you'll find it super he's a super nice guy super good kid got a good heart please follow him support what he does same thing with uh with Chris Burke there, there's there's a lot of really good musicians um, that are yeah, on this on. side that are starting to speak up. And the thing that I would really advocate and implore you to do is when the larger mainstream musicians start joining the conversation, hold them accountable by not giving them your support and support these guys who have been doing this the whole time. Because they're the ones who deserve it. They're like, I don't know a single musician on our side who's doing it for the clout. I just know everyone I know is doing it because of like, I, I used to play music in the old world and I hate what's going on and I want to give music to people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that to me seems like what it should be and what it should have always been. It should have never been this kind of weird, super industrialized, uh, bug noise that you hear on the radio right it's, bzz, 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 bzz. it's like all you hear all the time and it's just like who who plays instruments anymore well real musicians and who sings about real things real musicians and where are they they're on our side 
So we're the most blessed people. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's your call if you want to turn on the radio. There's no, no, literally hours hours of not your call, Jason, but I mean like the people listening. Uh, yes. If people want to turn on the radio and listen to hours and hours of garbage programming from people who they don't just not care about you, they hate you and want you to die. That's mm-hmm. what these people who run these industries think of you. And giving your patronage to them by even like turning your radio dial to them. It's just like, do better. We all have to do better. You can't talk about building a parallel and then not participate in building a parallel when all it takes is turning on your podcast as opposed to the radio, right? right? Like that, that's literally all it takes for those baby steps of learning how to grow tomatoes, right? <laughs> if, we, if we draw that uh, metaphor. Uh, yeah, the, how to water them properly. You yeah, to how to water, you know, it takes a couple of years to learn how to water them properly. And that's when you figure out better way to entertain yourself because people do need entertainment. People want to listen to stuff, but it just doesn't mean you have to listen to these radio hosts who are joking about people's vaccine injuries on their Twitter. That's real. Annoying. Yeah. That guy from, there's that guy from Saskatchewan, the bowl. There is no real country radio in Canada, except the radio arcade, which you can catch on my telegram channel sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, you're going to help me, help me bring some people on. Like I'm going to get Steve. I'll yeah, man, I'll give you all the help. contacts I have. They're all, uh, they're all good guys. Um, as far as I know, uh, obviously some of them are to varying degrees. Some of them have varying interview capabilities, you know, like with me, you could bring me on and just like, go take a smoke break for two hours. And I probably talk to myself long enough <laughs> you know, take over my show the vote you win i am rigged election i'm sure though <laughs> yeah, I'll what, that would be funny we should put up one sign with just my face on it vote jason Levine. i don't know you're a coder too so you might code something <laughs> I could. To, i'll deep fake you up. man yeah. <laughs> people it's... have accused me already of that by the way They're like, oh are you perfect a yeah, you are yeah. a deep fake man that's true it's, I love it. It is. Love so am I. I'm actually a skinwalker, so it's kind of like the next step. Yeah. I'm going to look into that. I don't know. I'm going to look into that. There's a lot of funny t- TikTok videos of people doing skinwalker stuff where they're like, because uh, like skinwalkers don't know how to do human things properly. So they try and emulate human things to try and blend in so they can eat you. And uh, oh, okay. so it'll be like, a, they'll, they'll be like a girl who'll be like playing the piano with her f- one right foot. And then she's doing a skinwalker video because she can play it really well with like one foot. But then it'll be like, oh, hello, fellow humans. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this human music. You know, so like, that's, I don't know. I think it's funny stuff, but we probably shouldn't get too tied up on it during your show. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I, I'm going now to I have to make it. skinwalker merch. Yeah. <laughs> make a song. Give me a song. Give me a video. 24 hours. I'm going to check in with you. All right. Maybe. Well, see, that's the funny thing about me there, uh, my friend. Uh, I don't exist as 20 other artists on the internet. So, uh, just you? I have, yeah, just me. I don't do anything else, but if you look hard enough, you'll find some stuff that actually is already written about that and out there. I got to tell you those, Greg, and I mean this, yeah. I have a new answer to the, what would you bring if you were on a deserted Island question? Is it I me? bring you. Yeah. I yeah. I, I actually know how to do a lot of stuff. So like I could help. Yeah, have tomatoes. <laughs> you'd be sad. And I always have a Bible with me anyway, so you don't even need to bring that with you because I'll just bring mine. So that's good. Yeah. I'll just bring bring all the problems and you can help me with the solutions. Yeah, well, absolutely. We we can garden, we can build things, we can hunt things, we can play music, and then uh, we can talk about conspiracies till the sun goes down. 
and we'll take back the rainbow we're gonna own that again one day absolutely i've i've been a big big advocate about that as well right like the the false rainbow um, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't even realize that and so they shy away from the rainbow that's that's the reason to that's part of the props revoke yeah, the promise that. right because they yeah. that's the real reason of adopting that that's they didn't do it because it's diverse and it shows everything it's an attack on god Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, like it's what rainbow. it is, man. Yeah. Take back the rainbow. Absolutely. And, and we're proud because it's got a U in it. Pride has an I, so it's very selfish. So we're proud. Well, I always thought it'd be funny to, uh, to put the real rainbow and then sell it as mer pride merch. Like right? a whole flag, the eight colors. Yeah. Like if we, if we did the real one and just like mimicked their merch, but sold the real thing. Like, mm -hmm. do you think they'd melt when they put it on? I don't know. It's... Maybe. Well, one of the things you were saying earlier was um, kind of having limits and stuff and see where we go. Now, one yeah. of the things that they do with cancel culture is they come after you. But they're now starting to get a little bit angrier that we ignore them. So I'm starting to hear them say things like, maybe we should attack them. Maybe we should have a battle. My answer to that is with time. <laughs> because if that's, if that's going to end this whole thing, like if you want to go and dance and then we can be done, See, the thing the there is, we don't talk about those things on the internet, my friend. Um, but what I would say is just, I don't think people on our side are shying away from a fight. I think people no. from our side have been very serious about getting ready for it. Well, and, we're meek, right? The real definition of meek. Yeah, the real definition of meek, right? And it's part of that definition, though, is, you know, we're investing our time in the things that actually win the fight. See, a lot of people think okay, I'm going to get my bug out bag and it's going to be full of ammo and I'm just going to have my rifle and I'm just going to scavenge from people. And it's like, you're not going to live very long if it's a post-apocalyptic scenario if you do that, right? Like right. You, need, you need ways to heal yourself. You need ways to feed yourself. You need ways to build something beyond. Otherwise, you're just a destructive cancerous force. And you don't want to be that because traditionally our culture and our hidden and destroyed history, you know, we, we build societies that are functional and good for people and that create safe environments so that we can thrive. And if you're running around scavenging from people, you're not contributing to that new society. Like books are right. more important than bullets when everything collapses. And especially mm -hmm. a book that shows you what the shapes are and what they mean. Because say they zap all our brains, like in Men in Black, with that uh, right. zapper device. I mean, that's what the 5G towers are for eventually. Well, you know, if they take away our knowledge, how will we even, all these books we have printed out of like how to grow properly and electroculture and these things, if they zap our brains, how are we even going to utilize that? That's actually why I think that old rich families used to have big family trees painted in rooms like an actual tree because you you can't lose the blood memory of seeing like a tree in nature and being like oh it grows look there's a smaller mm -hmm. one that one gets bigger so then you your mind is zapped this is conspiracy stuff uh and then you go into the house where you used to live with your family and then you see people's faces painted on this tree and then being like oh oh that guy's in my team Oh, that's my wife. That's my daughter. Right. And like, you can figure that stuff out. That's what I, I honestly think that's part of it. Cause like, I don't think anyone carved any buildings out of marble inside mountains. 
You know, like, come on, give me a break. Things happened before our time and they right. really screwed this place up. And I don't know if we did it to ourselves or someone did it to us, but I am more in the camp that we realize there's some kind of like undeniable parasitic infection and we had to burn it down. That's what I kind of think we're at. But well, guys, just bear with me. If you want more of that, go to my Telegram channel. No. And we'll bring it back for two. We'll just be after 8 p.m. So yeah. a lot of people don't realize right now how much they rely upon that little device in their pocket. Oh, yeah. If that thing didn't work, you wouldn't even know phone numbers of your friends or family. You wouldn't know where How you do you are. jump a car? There's a real question. Do you know how to jump a car without pre-watching a YouTube video? And with today's computerized cars, it's getting harder and harder, too. Yep, Exactly. Well, they don't want you to like jump you, a car. You need, Battery's yeah, you done, need, you need a yep, new one. <laughs> yeah, and my, my point on this one is uh, when I was becoming a pilot, one of the things we learned very quickly is you got to be prepared to handle all the problems. Yep. And one of the things that they taught us and made sure that we remembered is your best friend is a paper map. Even though you have iPads now and you have all this fancy equipment that will make things really easy and zoom and you have a little paper airplane yep. that's flying around, you those have map, all of that. Those digital maps lie. Well, that's one thing, but yeah. what we're taught is when you lose power, you lose all your electrons in that airplane. Yeah, so you go down you, somewhere. It's just yeah. you and an internal combustion engine. It's just you and that's it. You're going to be happy you had a paper map. Absolutely. Um, and I think what you're highlighting there is there's so many people out here today, an entire generation, have no idea where they are, who to contact, or how to do anything if that phone didn't work. Think about this one, too. How many phone numbers do you remember? Not many. When I was a kid, I still remember all the. I still remember phone numbers from uh, kids I met in kindergarten, grade one. Yeah, the older stuff. Yeah, but not like. Yeah, like I remember my my friends that we used to go bike riding with because I would remember the pattern and call them when we go bike riding. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, "Hey, I'll meet you there. Okay, let's go." Uh, But now, like I. It took me a while, but I, re- I remember my wife's phone number. I remember my own. I remember my mom, my dad's, all that. Like, no problem. But if the phone went down, I wouldn't be able to call anybody that I know, any of my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and, and well, say look- something happened where there was no gas and I couldn't get, like, 40 minutes up the road to go visit a buddy. Well, let me tell you one that you'll right. relate to. So for the first time, I spoke to Chris Lysick yesterday. So one of the coups for. Yep. The I big Chris. The big yep. guy, right? I know Chris. So he called. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He called me and we we're talking. And we're just, I'm, I'm trying not to talk about his issues. I'm talking about his life. Yep. But he told me, like, the, the biggest shock to him and the biggest realization to him at the early onset stage was when they took away his phone and he didn't have it anymore. He didn't know anybody's phone numbers. He couldn't remember anybody's numbers. He didn't know how to contact somebody. He sort of remembered somebody's Facebook page and then was it went there and asked them to reach out and get phone. Like he had to go primeval almost to try and yep. communicate with people. And that was a bit of a shock to a system. Cause he's like, well, you don't plan for that. You, you, you always have the phone or plug it in, charge it up. You'll get in in a few minutes. That's not yep. a concern, but it hit him when he got that whole, Hey, you can make a phone call now. He didn't know any numbers and he couldn't remember any of them. One of the best things you can do right now is exercise your memory. And by doing that, it's just like, okay, you, your phone is there and you have this crutch. Okay, well, so you're going to use this crutch and then tomorrow you're not going to use it. And then the day after you'll get to use it, see if you made a mistake and then, mm. you know, work your way back. I think that's that's what thing I've been actively trying to do. But 
you know, I, I still live in this era. I still have my phone. I -hmm. still hop on telegram and like to joke around with my buddies there. Right. So like, yeah, well, it's a a good tool, but I guess if you become dependent on anything, it's not a good idea. Well, culture of convenience is what's killed us. Right. And you started with that. Yep. And with just comfort, if, if we reject that, if we return to rationality and struggle and we'll actually find greater purpose and more happiness Mm -hmm. in that devotion to that purpose. Whereas now, like, what's your purpose? Like even, even the things you want to start in five years, are you, why aren't you starting it today on your spare time? Well, because in five years I'll have a bit more time and then I'll just look it up on my phone and see what's the best way to go. Procrastinate tomorrow is my, my advice to people. Yeah. Save procrastination for tomorrow. Get it done today. Yeah. But does that mean you want to double procrastinate? I will never get there. I'll always be done. Okay. I'm always going to. I'm going to have to think later. about that one, Jason. I think that the the language is off on that one. I'm, uh, well, that's skinwalkers. Kidding, I'm I don't not know sure what we're saying. <laughs> We've been going we for just two hours. Whatever. I'm cooked, buddy. No good. But actually, I'm gonna, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of queue up the last couple here, or last few here. Sounds good. Because um, what you were saying there about uh, going on a wandering out there is not necessarily the best way to do it. But homegrown, uh, yeah. so kind of grow your home, start there, grow it up. Whether we're talking about plants or tomato or a family or whatever it is uh homegrown so i'm going to play that one if you don't mind yeah absolutely i wasn't sure if you're gonna ask me or something but no let's 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 yeah i wasn't sure what i was gonna do there yeah i'm never sure of anything people think i got all these plans i'm just i'm just floating yeah my teleprompter broke so i (laughs) (laughs) klaus has been telling me what to say but uh, (laughs) well i'll hop in the chat and then We'll listen to this tune and then we'll be right back. I'll meet you there. All right. Sounds good. Homegrown. Thank you, bud. Well, it sure does seem like things are getting crazy out there. Trains off the rail. There's a dark cloud up in the air. And it's been going on so long, it's hard to find a reason to care. So I can get bent out of shape, or I can answer with a mile-long stare. I'd rather get a little homegrown place out in the country. I can call my own space to grow a garden, eat the greenhouse, don't raise a little family. Tracking rabbit holes you can't change Or you can head offline Keep yourself from going insane That don't mean you shouldn't be aware of what's going on But you should know by now You're better off taking care of your own Get a little homegrown place out in the country I can call my own space to grow a garden
Tears and occasional fist fights. Sarsky's scared of me. Oh, sin aware of me. Oh, shit, back street. Stay away from me. Grown man of Tobin with a heart like a lion. Long teeth like a yoke. Can you hear them dogs crying? At a risk of screwing up my entire career, you make me question my sexuality. Well, no, don't say That's that. That's some good music. No, then That's I'm gonna have to quit. Music. I don't. We don't need more of those in this. Country. I don't know, man. This <laughs> is good music. This is right. Good music. No, I, I get it, it man. Oh, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that one. That's. Uh, I think that one's the crowd favorite. All you pot smoking degenerates love that one. No. It was more than just that too. You're talking about children growing and everything. It's about everything, man. It's the aspirations. Yeah. It's you know how I said it's a spell casting language, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes in my songs, I cast forth the spells of the things that I want to achieve, and that's kind of in this, right? Not that I'm saying I'm being a wizard. Not that I'm doing sorcery or divining the stars. I'm just saying I have this voice, and with this voice, I can affirm the things I want in my life, and those are the things I want in my life. Right. And that's, it's funny because you don't need a lot to be happy. I have less now than I did a few years ago, but all the stuff I have, like I value the time in the garden with my wife more than anything. Right. So like, that's, that's, what's important at the end of the day. And if it's, if it comes down to it that I got to sell a studio or whatever, or get by, like it, it is what it is. I hope not, but at the same time, I'll still be fine. I'll still always hold on to a guitar. I'll always be able to cut tunes. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Yeah. Now I titled this week Advocates Week, and I'm, I titled this one Musical Advocates. Do you consider yourself an advocate with your music? Are you sending out the message to rile up the troops and get people excited? Yeah, um, I think yes. To that question is a simple one up front, but the the deeper result of the question or i guess the the deeper meaning behind it is who am i rallying and what am i advocating for anymore because what's the the drumbeat right here yeah like when i started out it was more you know like let's inspire people let's let people know like you know f these guys they can kiss our asses we got to rally together and now you make me yeah 
F you make me for sure. Yep. Um, what, where I'm at now though, is kind of like, I look at further to our original conversation where God has put me through certain struggles so I can learn. And now I'm at a point where I want to advocate for not just young men, but mainly young men who are considering like a path in art or music, right? Like I mm. want that. I, I want them to know you don't have to do the dumb things they tell you. You don't have to, like, you can maximum disrespect these people at these music organizations because at the end of the day, they'll do nothing for you because they have ulterior motives. And what you need to do is focus on, hey, if you want to make music, you start with a Telegram channel with three or four people in it. You play to those people. Chris Lysak of the Coots 4 was the first guy who would listen to my podcast on that show. I only so you started, know how great he is then. I only started ever talking, doing my podcast because I realized like, hey, we need more content on our side. We need more people doing this kind of thing. But I'm not really a nighttime streamer. I'm not uh, a get loud and yell streamer. I'm more of like, I like, I like the radio. I don't like what the radio is doing, if that makes sense. I, I like yes. doing a radio show. So if you've ever heard my radio show, it literally sounds like you're listening to radio like there's under, undertone music i cover a couple topics i talk about some things i care about i play songs in between and uh i started doing that because i wanted to entertain people and my platform grew not just because i had the support of these other bigger streamers but because i was making content that was meaningful and worth consuming and mm. a lot of people forget that when they want to grow their brand they're like oh i'm just going to associate with this guy i'm going to associate with that guy i'm going to do things it's like but you're just trying to borrow don't borrow make something that's worthwhile for people to consume from you so if you've got those three or four people or 10 people in your telegram channel make stuff for 10 people right you don't need to make stuff for the mass of people you need to be like here's 10 people what's going to happen when you do that is one of those 10 people is going to go man this rules i'm going to send this to a guy check this out that person's going to listen to it and be like, hey, this guy like made this because you were interested. I'm going to check this out. That's how you grow now. And that's how you grow on mm-hmm. this side. Uh, Telegram has an algorithm. A lot of people don't know what Telegram is. It's like a message board app where you like message people, but people also have mm-hmm. message boards. And there is no algorithm in the sense that like if you post something, your thing is at the top of their little news feed and they can read it or not. And then it goes down and as you post something, pops back up. The algorithm on Telegram isn't post tons and you'll get up there because someone will unfollow you right away. The algorithm is make good quality content and then people consume it. It's what every platform should be doing, but they don't. They want to be like, well, this guy liked this story, so we need him to believe the other way. So we're going to put a bunch of stuff related to it about why what he liked is bad in front of him and it's like okay well on another platform you won't be able to unfollow those posts because the algorithm's going to keep sticking them in front of you is like did you see this but on telegram it's like uh yeah f your channel i'm out and that's it so it's it's a good place for now and yeah it's another uh evil part of the beast system but it's a thing we can utilize to accomplish the goals we want to accomplish now. It's just like fiat currency. Like we, we don't like it, but it still will buy us the things we want like brass and silver and homes and 
seeds for plants you know and gasoline and things we want right so like we have and to utilize it. twenty dollars usd exactly yeah uh ten dollar usd plus oh wait 12 plus shipping i don't even know what it's at guys i'm sorry i 13 i'm sorry it's worth just, every go, penny. just go buy 10 of them you'll feel better someone actually did buy 10 albums not a joke uh yeah. i don't i don't want to dox who but i would say if you guys like coffee you should go to pro patria coffee and grab some coffee because there's an awesome guy there who is also part of our greater community and he has a really good quality coffee that you guys should check out that sounds awesome and everybody's doing coffee now would you do a greg arcade coffee with him or something uh with random? him if you wanted to maybe but yeah i we need I some more of that work this space is super saturated right and i don't want to like i would do it with him because I would want him to utilize his part of the space. But well, we need some tag good coffee soon. Some tag good coffee. That's a, that's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> one it's recorded. You can watch this later. No, no, hold on. So, yeah, we got to do 24 the hours. There'll be we a song. Get the coffee done. Dag good get coffee. Get the URL. Get the, yeah, URL. Get, com get the com. copyright going so Jason can't have a piece of it. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dang, good coffee. Awesome. Man. I know there's a bunch of people in this chat right now. They're like, yeah, sign me up for the monthly subscription. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. And I'm yeah, not, I would too. Um, can you tell me what made you write Go Down Swinging? What brought that oh, up? Do you really uh, mean? Do so you really mean these it, are, everything in this song is from real stories people have told me on Telegram. Um, okay. So Is Chris one of them? No. No, I'm not going to tell who exactly because, like, the second verse is actually like four people have had a very similar experience. Okay. Um, and more than that as well, too. And same with like the first verse. It's like, you know, that's based on like maybe 20, 30 different girls I know who have had similar experiences, but not necessarily like living out of their car by a motel, but still right. like worried about where they're going to live and things like that. Right. So the song, like, when I started out and I wrote Rally on Me, uh, I realized. It's like, hey, things things might not be that good, but, you know, we can stick together. And as I finished that song and I started to continue on with the writing, this one came to me and it was really about who's going to tell our story, right? Like, this uh, was like the end of Hamilton. Did you watch that? Who's no, going to tell the story? I didn't. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Well, there you go with the rolling thunder. You're taking the term someone else used. But you didn't know about it. Uh, but yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. And like the thing about it too is, so you've got these, I started seeing, okay. So you got Chris Stapleton's uh, stupid uh, bluegrass band, the steel drivers had that song like six something about staying six feet apart and then the same thing with like Luke oh, wow. Holmes, uh something six feet apart and i remember people i used to associate with when those songs came out talking about like it's just such a good song man and Ugh. i i was just like and that's like that's like gay you know like the like glorifying this and being like oh this is really impacting me no what's really impacting me is the fact that you're perception of this event is putting restraints on how I get to live my life because of your own fear. And because of the fears you succumb to, not only did you poison yourself, but you poisoned our society. 
And so that's real pain. And who's writing about that pain? Like metal bands? You? Yeah, it, it's pretty much it. It's it it it's me, but there's other guys on the way. Because one thing Steve that's cool too. Yeah, you lead the way, right? Like on some topics you lead the way, and I hope 10 other people write a song about this because you know what? That one got a lot of plays really fast, and a lot of people really like it cuz YouTube might only have, I think, like 3,000 plays on it. But if you look at the plays just on my Telegram channel, like that's at like six, seven, eight thousand. Like mm -hmm. it, there's so many people who are feeling what we're feeling. And I don't want to necessarily, like, I'd love to have the racket on this, but I can't because it's not my story. It's not something that I can copyright and then copy strike people if they talk about it. I don't believe in that in the first place. And second of all, there's so many more of us who've been through this and they want to allow people to know that, that we're out there, that there's so many in our numbers. And so tell that story. Like, don't just write a song. Don't, don't just write a love song unless you mm -hmm. really mean it, right? And if you do, maybe you write 10 love songs, but what's it going to kill you to write one song about something you're really feeling and taking that chance and putting yourself out there and being like, hey, you know what? Like, what happened the last three years was really messed up. And maybe that person took some, some vaxes. Ah, I said it. Ah, don't, don't pull okay. the stream. I said, I said, taxes, taxes, <laughs> taxes. I hate taxes. You're not Sorry, talking about dude. taxes. You're talking about taxes. <laughs> I love taxes. Hate taxes. Hate taxes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so like, okay. I screwed it up. Oh, yeah, but why don't you tell a story from your perspective? Why don't you guys say you're sorry? Well, we mm -hmm. want amnesty. Man, heck no. Health, yeah, I'm on our side forever, and I'm never going to apologize for what, what for standing our ground, for doing the right thing, for doing the scientifically verifiable right thing. Like, yeah, but you didn't do it at the same time because it was for everyone else. It wasn't for everyone else. It was for yourself, you fearful little... Beep, 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 beep. Guy, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and, and it's fine. You did that, but live with the consequences of it and live with the consequences socially of that, knowing that me and all these people on this side of this conversation, until you realize like, oh shit, like this, this really was awful that what happened to these people, like we yeah. have to make amends for this because how many years of their lives are gone? How many years of the Coots Ford lives? have been stolen from them because of cowardice in the Canadian government and in law enforcement. Literal cowardly agencies that should just be shredded apart, minimal everything. That's all that should happen, as far as I'm concerned. Because after this, after this Coots 4 nonsense, they're out of control. And they should be shredded apart. And you know what? Why don't we just put a bunch of, like, nice guys who got uh, fired for not taking the thing why don't they just go be the skeleton crew while everyone else has to go to jail for as long as the Coots 4 did? Oh, right, because they haven't been in jail yet. They're in remand, which means right. they don't even have as many rights as a prisoner. I've been so, explaining that out on our yeah. show. They, they can't have conjugal visits. They can't. There's a whole bunch of things they can't do. There is a whole bunch of stuff, too, that like um, the sweet Granny McKay told me and uh, other people like Jacqueline. I know Jacqueline's in the chat right now. Jacqueline's hey, Jacqueline. in the chat, yeah. Lots of love to you, Jacqueline. I know that you've been through it too. And a lot of people down in Coots, like the government intimidated citizens for their own goals. 
Well, Greg, now that I know that you're friends with Chris L., Chris Isaac, can you join us on Friends and Family next Friday? It's in the morning. But Maybe. we have Jacqueline on and we have uh, Granny's on. Granny's on every day with us. Maybe. So, like, the thing is, okay, so I knew I knew Chris loosely through Telegram, right? Like, I can't sure. I can't uh, say fully that, like, you know, it's like not like we hung out every weekend, not these things, but we would talk. That's not what it's about. It's about yeah. just having good conversation about the men they are. The thing is, though, you could kind of see, like, how crazy I'm getting right now. And I don't want to fed post on your show, but it's like, if I Jesus go on that is an avid viewer. They're, they're here every time. Don't worry about yeah, it. They, yeah. Well, what else do they have to do? They write reports for the RCMP so the RCMP can laugh at what they do. There That's literally Jacqueline, what a whole bunch Jacqueline, of RCMP him, officers I know told me. Jacqueline, yeah. tell him to come on. He'll come on. <laughs> well, I know, I know former RC guys uh, who all left because of this stuff too. And they're just like, yeah, really? CSIS, CSIS is a joke. Uh, I wouldn't mind talking to some of them, by the way. Uh, I'll see. I'll see a lot of these right. guys they are wanna... keeping real quiet, and I don't think sure. they want to like necessarily dox no, who they you... are, right? Sure. But Anybody work... that contact, sorry, go ahead. You work. Well, I was just gonna say uh, they'll reach out to me because, like, I think by this point, I've clearly proved that I'm not a Fed through my shenanigans. So, like, people can talk to me more candidly, and I'm <laughs> sure that among them are some bad actors as well, too, right? But it's like I don't do illegal stuff. I don't advocate for doing illegal stuff. Um, I, yeah, I don't advocate for working for the government, Jason. That's illegal. But, uh, <laughs> but, well, but what I mean is like, you know, I think what, where, what's your definition of the law? Because it's time to disobey a bunch of these fake laws, but you mm -hmm. can't really disobey logos. You can't disobey truth, God's laws, natural mm -hmm. laws, like real, I'm not talking about, uh, sovereign citizen natural law. I'm talking about like natural law. Like if you go into the forest and you don't have a gun, a wolf might eat you. Right. Like you may not win. <laughs> like that's that's reality, right? So um, that's just like we can never disobey those because we will pay for that in some way or another. However, these like fake laws that are just there's a there's a thousand new ones every day. And I don't think the cops even like them. No. Like, like when, I can tell you a whole bunch they don't like. When uh, when they were doing the, like, mandatory vax pass, the stuff here, that taxes, taxes, mandatory Texas. tax pass. Sorry, man. Ah, no, God. you're good. You can, you can mention it. Nice you just can't say it's, it's something. It's, hey, they don't, don't say like. anything. Don't, they'll pull it. They'll yeah. pull it. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't, this is weird. <laughs> Shh, they're outside looking through the door. Um, but so there's I pledge allegiance here. to thesis. We're fine. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> there is police here who were just completely disobeying that stuff too. They were like lying that they checked that venues well, were keeping up with it because have you... they know that it's bananas too. And at the end of this, it's like, no, I don't trust them at all because look at what they did in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. But... And they're, they're going to get their comeuppance too, because they lost the support of so many people who are like, yeah, we'll still, we'll still back you guys. Uh, now they have to deal with the problems the government has created. And right. like I, I, that, maybe that's a discussion for another time. Cause we could go on forever. All I'm saying is, uh, I'll be praying for those police officers because those problems are coming up real fast on them. And mm -hmm. me and my communities won't have to deal with that directly because we're going to be absolved of it. We're going to be on our own defending ourselves. So I hope, go down I hope that that pool 
I hope that pool that Ottawa bought that one cop, I hope it's worth it when people are like throwing him in it. So uh, there you go, copper. Can you uh, throw it to uh, go down swinging for us? <laughs> what? Oh, should. Oh, yeah. Uh, so here's a song about people who might be mad and angry <laughs> like me. I don't know. I think. OK, I'm going to say this before we go there. Okay. The, the government and the Internet government doesn't want you to be angry and doesn't want you to voice your voice. And they want to say they're going to show up at your house and threaten you if you voice your voice. I think that's ridiculous. If you're saying something on the internet and venting so that something doesn't happen in reality, you shouldn't suppress that. But, 100%. Now, but now they're trying to say like, oh, it's going to cause it to happen in reality. It's like, no, you know what causes it to happen in reality? Working with pharmaceutical companies to inject people with stuff that's going to kill them uh, right. for profit gain. And a much deeper, sinister, long-term genetic reprogramming of the people who took it. That's what's going to cause people to be out there doing things, not going on the internet saying, I'm angry, get this person, right? So that's, that's this my is... two cents on it. And so guys, don't, don't bottle things up on inside and let it hurt you. Obviously don't do dumb things and fed post, but you can voice that you're angry and disappointed with things. And you know, one way that I've done that in my own life is writing songs like go down swinging, go down swinging tells some of the anger that I've personally experienced and people who listen to my music of experience have reached out to me and told me their personal stories. I didn't even ask them to, they just did because mm -hmm. the songs I write speak to them. So they speak to me. And that's, that's like my super high autistic way of talking to people. Uh, it's, I write songs and share it with them because like, it's just, just who I am. And so, yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this tune. If you do like this song, if you liked Homegrown, if you liked Great Awakening, those are all songs that are going to be on my upcoming album, the Soundtrack to the Collapse. You can go to gregarcade.com. That's G-R-E-G-A-R-C-A-D-E dot C-O-M. You can buy an album and help support me and keep doing what I'm doing because that money bleeds into the other things I do when I help other artists as well too. So, yeah. You, you can buy one song. or ten and pass it Buy out. ten, please. Please. Everybody buy ten, please. Then <laughs> remember to go down swinging. <laughs> Here we go. She was sitting all alone in the motel beside the highway. She'd been living out her car since the government took her job Coerced to comply or they were letting her go She knew money wasn't worth giving up her soul Alone on the road, she's scared of where she might end up tomorrow Poison in them or me Now he only sees 
friends outside Cause the hospital won't let them in hospital part that gets me each time because i interviewed a pastor his name is pastor adam and he had that happen to him a lot of people had his that fifth happen to child him. a lot of people man. yeah and then try sweeping yeah. under oh, the rug man. and then call yeah, us the bad guys time. for it call us the bad guys for saying like hey this is wrong you know, oh so. brother yep. that that's our anthem man that's well i'm glad we to hear that it. man it's, it's uh yeah, it's it's crazy. Like uh, I do a lot of things, so switching gear sets me off pace. Like say if I go to code someone's website or something right away, it'll, it'll set me back like a month finishing this record. So I'm not doing anything but cutting tunes. Yeah. Uh, but I've got a on this record. There's good, I'm planning 15 songs right now. They're all about four minutes long too. It's weird that they're all coming out that long, but uh, they're. There's only going to be, I think, seven or eight publicly released singles, and the rest okay. are going to be only on the album. So, yeah, if you guys want to get it, get it. Uh, I've got probably about 30 songs I'm working through right now, but I'm just going to have to do a bunch of cuts because, like, that's just how it goes. you got to cut okay. stuff down, work it around. Mm -hmm. There's actually a line in The Great Awakening where I talk about my front door, and I've been listening through my other songs I've released because I thought I used that line somewhere, but I because i've written it on every lyrical sheet mm -hmm. for all those other songs and i haven't found it yet and maybe i'm just not catching it but like i'm getting like super in tune with it and worried that i'm going to like start duplicating songs in some ways because i'm so focused on this project right now but uh it's it's a really exciting record and i'm really happy to be putting it together and i'm i'm blessed in the sense that when you're a young artist and you kind of think i really want to be part of something important like i i totally am right now and it's kind of amazing and i'm very fortunate and i'm very thankful for everybody who's here everybody who's tuned in everybody who listens everybody who's checked out the song already on my youtube like it means the world to me that i'm able to do this for you guys so thank well you. i got a message while we were talking let me put it up here uh so i reached out to steve hansen and said hey look you got a shout out he wrote back right away nice. i know i'm i'm watching live thank you so much for having <laughs> greg arcade on your show he's a great man making great music that is genuine and sincere keep up the great work steve hansen awesome yeah steve's a good guy you guys should check out his stuff go spend a dollar on steve's site tonight if you can too because uh steve hansen.ca yeah we'll yeah. put that up in the chat any any dollar you spend on our side is a dollar that their side doesn't get right and like yeah 
we've all been through kind of things. And like, if, if I can be honest, uh, the artists on our side who have taken this stand, like we've, we've kind of eaten shit in some well, ways, me, you know, like <laughs> on this note, let me say thank you. Cause I've no never worries. had this happen before. There's a $25 super chat that came in. Yo, that's never happened before. Yo, that's okay. So, you can just e-transfer it to me after. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, <laughs> Oh, we've, no, covered, no, we've covered the music rights here. Um, but, but dated Mandarin, thank you so much. He, he said, or he, she said, or they said, uh, thank you both for what you're doing for the truth in Canada. Love Greg's music. So jaded. Thank Mandarin, you so much. I appreciate that. Go ahead and grab that album. Grab a couple for your friends. Is that jaded Mandarin? I just wanted to give jaded, the shout out. Yeah. Jaded Mandarin. Go ahead. Awesome. Well, I was just going to do shout out. Thanks for the dono. That's, that's huge. Thanks. Thank you very much for that. Uh, we don't ask for them, but boy, do we appreciate when people pop those in there. I like that a lot. And there's uh, Steve Hansen's uh, web address. So you guys go check him out as well. Spend a buck or two and grab grab something from him as well. Because we do have to support each other, and this is the way to do it as well. It's not a fully parallel economy yet, but it's, it's just still a way for us to support each other. Yeah, utilizing. And the thing that's good is, like, I helped Steve by building his site kind of based on my own site, right? Oh, wow, even on that level. Well, just just... If being able to free yourself from using things like Bandcamp, Bandcamp mm -hmm. is like a super woke company and right. they cancel people and they push all the agendas that are killing our society. So being able to distance yourself from them and cutting out their cut and going directly to the artist, like that's, that's the future for us. That's the future for yep. our side. And that's yep. why don't bands just sell their songs on their website? They're spending all their time promoting people to go listen to some streaming thing that they might get three months later. It makes no sense. You're, you're making you're your breaking my heart a little bit because about ten years ago I created a software called Connect to Fans. Oh yeah, this was exactly what I was trying to do, uh, but artists didn't want to do the work. There wasn't enough of you out there. That's the that's the problem I run into too, right? Like I run a little media company as well as like a little record label, and for the awesome few based guys I know you did my experience in music and i'm talking about going back you could literally give someone like a free three thousand yeah. dollar song production and they would find a reason to not do it i know they're super would... lazy and there's a reason that there aren't a lot of people out there there's a lot of really talented people there's a lot of amazing guitar shredders there's a lot of amazing singers there's a lot of people with like a, a billion TikTok followers who just sing to their camera but mm -hmm. they don't have the guts to go the distance to actually turn it into something. And that's why there's just not a lot of people. And that's by design because I think, I think you're right. It's a really it's lucrative a business and it's a lot more than business. It's cultural design and mm -hmm. being able to deprive people of their culture is how you destroy them. And the only way to undestroy yourselves is to support culture. It doesn't have to be mine, but I'd love it if it was. <laughs> I'd love it too. But yeah, and uh, we, got one, yeah. we got one more queued up for you here. They, Keep your rifle by your side. Oh, yeah. Do you know the it's story the of this song? One. Do not. How do you share it? So this song's actually from a movie, or not a movie, a video game called Far Cry 5. And in this video game, they wrote these songs for this Christian religious cult that's living in the forest that essentially is starting a militia to separate itself from society. And they wrote this song to make fun of people like us. And what happened is this song became a huge huge hit uh among just like anyone who is like somewhat patriotic anyone who's interested in like personal liberty or freedom and it's just like 
there's a lot of memes about it online too. It's like, you're not supposed to like this song. It's supposed to be making fun of you. Then you have like right. a Chad guy being like, <laughs> I look high and I look low. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. So that's, that's that. But I do love this tune. Um, remember if you listen to the Dan Romer versions, guys, Dan Romer is not on our side at all. So, okay. so there's that. Listen to my version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. At least from what I've seen on the internet, but you know, the internet's not all real too. So maybe it's wrong. Who knows? Uh, all I know is I hope you guys have a great one. Is this going to be the sign off? No, we'll come back and say goodbye, but this okay. will be the last one we play. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Cause I do want to say goodbye to you and then I say goodbye to them. For sure. I put a beer in the freezer like two hours ago though. So, uh, we're gonna have to not by light though, so you can find <laughs> no it's good old Drury's. Yeah, but uh okay, uh yeah, let's do this song. We'll be right back. Yeah, keep your rifle by your side.
Which rifle do you have? Uh, I don't want to dox myself or my gear, but one, let's just say I only have one. Uh, the one that's in that photo, that's a 6.5 Creedmoor. Just a Savage Access 2, mm. but I really enjoy that. That round, uh, it was funny. I took my wife shooting last summer for the first time. And she, so she was shooting my 22, and she's like, oh, this is fun. And then she was shooting a buddy of mine had like a PCC 9 mil, and she was popping that. And then I gave her the 6.5, and kicks a lot harder, right? Like, it, like it's a soft 308 kick. And so she fired one off, and it was just like, <laughs> she was just smiling, like this look on her face, like, <gasps> yeah. So I don't know. There's nobody who, nobody who's, okay, wait. Anybody who's trying to take guns away has never shot a gun because mm-hmm. it's, you realize that it's fun. It's a tool. It should be respected. And it's people who are trying to, like, remember that journalist in the States? I shot an AR-15 and it gave me PTSD. It's like, <laughs> oh, that gave you it PTSD? True, but... You should give up. Like, you yeah. should just give up, man. Like, the, this is not the hardest thing you're going to go through in life. And if that's going to affect you for the rest of your life like that, you should give up. You, you should go second time. And delete then get a little account. stronger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, that stuff's just so funny to me. Like, uh taking the guns away which isn't going to happen nobody's going to give them back Uh, cold dead hands right cold dead hands yeah and it's just like the thing is the only things that happen after that happens are bad things and the Mm -hmm. only people that those bad things are going to happen to are the people who gave them back so just don't it's like well we're going to come take your stuff it's like i got them hidden in 20 spots like you, you can't you know, like, <laughs> let's... let me give you a realization that bothered yeah. me just the other day. We were going through the evidence for the coos guys, and then there's a vest on the table. Yeah. And I looked up the laws in Alberta to see what the rules are, the laws are. And it's simply if something can penetrate, it's okay. But if it can be stopped, like a plate or Kevlar, you need to register it. You need to get permission. There's a whole process to get a permit yeah. to have a vest. The realization is well, it's the government. Who needs you squishy? They don't care if it's your neighbor's bullet they're st- you're stopping. They only care if it's their bullet you're stopping. Oh, yeah. Therefore, this voluntary compliance that we're doing on justice vest law is ensuring we're squishy if they want to make us hurt. So by but agreeing thing, with their law, we're actually giving them a target and destroying ourselves. So there, like There's a, a super funny thing about that is just like, okay, so... It's banned if it stops a bullet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is steel banned? No, but you put it together and you broke a law. Yeah, exactly. The... That's what I mean. They're going to ban everything that stops a bullet. Well, my like, point it, is it why are you complying? Work, you know? Yeah, my point is why are you yeah. complying? Because you're, you're letting them set the rules of the game that make you lose. So it's like playing football, but they make all the rules where you can never win. Well, part of it too, though, is the PSYOP of the CCFR, which is garbage. They're garbage organization. Uh, I don't care if you guys are mad at me for saying that. Uh, all that well, I had Tracy on last week, so. Well, she, she should try harder. How about that? Because yeah. what about this? Uh, well, they're taking something away, but what about our sports shooters? It's like, I don't give a fuck about sports shooters. What about the government coming to kill me? Because right. they already started to do that. That's the reason you don't give it back. 
I don't need to dance around the issue. I have a penis. I'm willing to say what's wrong. You guys don't like that? We're going to come take your stuff. I'm not doing anything illegal. I don't do illegal stuff. But if the government were to do something illegal, like try and steal from me, then I guess that's the point that everyone has to start doing illegal stuff. And the more that they do that stuff, the closer we get. Nobody's advocating for violence, but the government's encouraging it by breaking the laws it's supposed to uphold. That's what's happening in this country. And maybe right if the CCFR started actually making not propaganda, but media that highlighted that fact. How about media that highlights every single gun grab is always followed by genocide? Mm. Like it's always happened, right? Every time communism happens, there's genocide. That's just something that happens. That's that's point. We haven't tried real communism yet. Maybe you've tried it every single time. And you that's just what it is. To Chicago, don't you? Just point him to Chicago. They have the toughest well, there. Chicago's insane, man. Like uh the gun crime stats there are crazy. And but that's part of the design. Ooh, that's wow. part of the gun grab idea. If we create these environments where there's this high crime. It doesn't matter if we take away these eight city centers from the gun crime rates and then show that, you know, the United States is like the safest place in the world mm -hmm. uh, for gun crime. Uh, they don't care about that. They're just trying to foment a narrative. It's the same thing up here that like the CCFR isn't fomenting narratives. They're just happy to take money and keep being an organization that takes money. It's like, you guys want a better newsletter about firearms and firearm rights? I could probably start that for you by next week. But you guys would have to sign up and actually pay for it because the CCFR gets a lot of money and I wouldn't. And that's just kind of like, that's the conundrum we're in, right? How many more free things does our side have to start before the, the normals figure out like, oh, there's better options. So yeah, I'm not a CCFR supporter. I think that they they actually do more damage than good. So and, Tracy, and if you're watching this, we're just not cool. That's fine, but yeah, they also are dealing with two liberal parties. One calls themselves conservative, though. Yeah, um, of course they are. Difficult. But the the thing is that they're playing by their rules. See, they're they're like there was that video. Was it uh, Rempel Gardner? Like where she was like giving her free stuff, or was that Candace Berg? It was Rempel Gardner, I think. Uh, where they're like CCFR was like giving her a bunch of like hats and stuff, and they're like sitting around like a couple wine ants, just like mm. oh, we're we're friends. It's like. That's not what your job is. Like your job is supposed to advocate for us and show that we're like a large enough segment of the population that we can actually change votes. How about cast a vote forward that all firearm laws must be can only be voted on by people who are legal firearms, uh, who have their license, who have an active license. How about that? So pal, you have to have your pal. To place you have to have vote. a pal or an R pal. I'm fine with people having a pal. By the way, I loved taking the course. I don't think like. Even when I took my class, uh, there was like a guy who kept showing up, like ours was two days. He showed up late the first day and the guy kicked him out and he tried to show up the next day. And guy's like, you're not getting your license at my school. Like mm. you, you can't even That's be bothered good. to show up on time. And it's like, I was there like 30 minutes early, I remember. And like, I was like that nerd at the front of the class, like, that's what this is. That's what this is. And like, it's like this old grandma was just like sneering at me because she had like questions, but I kept answering them. And, mm. uh, but that's good because everyone who was there, you know, that was the first time they picked up like a deactivated 22 and like worked the bolt and then put like the snap cap in. Right. Like that's good. So they didn't like, I, I have no problem with that. Take one eight hour course for that. Sure. 
it's the same thing with driver's license. I don't think we should have graduated driver's licensing, but I think we should have licenses because mm-hmm. like people, people should have to pass a really easy test to go and, and take this <laughs> one more step further. Yeah. Like the pal test isn't hard. It's common sense. And it's the right, same thing with driver's test. It's the same thing with like, I don't know. I Should we I, do this with voting? Should you be passing a test to vote? Uh, probably that test should be, do you own more than like four acres of land? That's, that's probably how it what, used to be. Property owners who used to be the only voters. That's probably what it should be. And like, I would lose my vote in that sense because I don't have that much. But like, you know, like weaponizing the vote is exactly what they want to do because it's just pandemonium and like free cash for everybody who's abusing the system like i i say this quite often um just in like friends chats and stuff where it's like okay everybody likes to say that steven gilbert i don't know really know how to say his name gilbert the environment minister that he's like he's a former criminal and he's like a terrorist and this and it's like i don't i don't know man i look at that picture of him getting arrested that day and I look at a picture of him as the environment minister, and I see a guy who said, I am going to burn this place down, and who actually followed through on what he said. And that that's what I see when I see it. Like, I'm just being rational. You know, like, I don't know this guy. I, I, by default, I don't like people I don't know. <laughs> like, I've just learned to be like that. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, if I was trying to do something I really believed in, and I got arrested for it, and then I managed to get myself elected by being backed by like a weird shadow government. Would I do anything differently if I was in this guy's shoes? I don't know. He seems to be going after the people he hates. Seems like he's going par for the course on his behavior. So I, people get mad. It, that's part of the distraction. You're supposed to get mad and distracted at him. You're supposed mm. to get mad about these firearms laws they're they're trying to pass uh, instead of just being like, oh, okay stack them brass that's it right like that's that's the reaction because if everybody just went and started buying brass and guns even the firearm sellers industry could become advocates for it and being like look how much money we're losing from the economy you know like there's a talking point but uh there's so much to this topic i guess um we're gonna have to have you back oh on the same before i go the same thing about the licensing i'm like 50 50 on licenses because i think like you shouldn't have to have a license to do anything. But at the same time, I understand licenses and I'm not like naive to the, the point of like, you know, like I know hunting tags that makes sense. Cause like we shouldn't like decimate environments and then have to like reseed animals, you know, like, like I, I understand that kind of stuff. And same with like taking your hunting test. Like, yeah, there's some stuff you should know. So you don't just walk out in the bush and just start like capping deer and uh dragging them home without any dignity like that's messed up like so uh, i'm 50 50 on licenses <laughs> but at the same time i lean towards and uh i've had a great time on the show Sorry, oh wow I need, thank you i needed to address that license point so people didn't think that i was like the worst we don't like leaving <laughs> hanging pads around here we want to you need chat. a license <laughs> for natural health products in this country no, you know what that license is. I was born with that license. So, Absolutely. God yeah. given. <laughs> God, God given. given. Yes, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say thank you to you, and I'm going to play uh, The Great Awake again. Um, and we'll close with that. But I'm going to have you say good, good night. And then when I come back, I'll do my goodbye. And then uh, P- and Padge, 
Uh, you can stop with the check. Put the kids in the car. We got to go. Um, taking them <laughs> into town for dinner. So I got to get. I got to run to dinner too. So and that beer that's in the freezer. So uh, that's a but, absolute. Send me a picture if it froze. By the way, I will. I will. I'll send you a picture of the homebrew I bottled today too. Um, Please do. Yeah, I make hard cider. But uh, anyway. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've actually had a blast. I, sorry if a couple of my topics got a little darker, bum me out. No, this is great. Cool. I want I want to bring it back. We're going to do something <laughs> on a Saturday where we can talk more about that. Well, I appreciate you a lot for doing the show. Appreciate you guys showing up in the chat. Remember, I've got a new album coming out called Soundtrack to the Collapse. It very much is that. The there's going to be a bunch of songs. It's out September first. If you buy the album cd or mp3 both get the digital version uh just the cd will be mailed to you when the album is released a little bit after september everybody gets an email on september 1st you'll get like a play page you'll get your own private page and i'm going to try and get a button on that page but if not you can always bookmark it on your device so you can just click on your phone it'll just take you right there and you can start playing it cool um so there's that there's merch up on my website i'm hopefully going to have the store up soon there's going to be a fundraising section where i'm going to have just like a couple bits of merch to support a couple little funds one being i haven't even asked operation rescue if this is cool but i don't think they're going to be upset if i just start sending the money so one was going to be operation rescue for the coots for one's going to be uh canadian frontline nurses i was going to get like a trucker hat with just like a little red cross and these things are things i'm not going to keep money from i'm just going to send it to them as like a way that i can fundraise because like I don't have tons of money, so I can't really give them too mm-hmm. much of my own. But if people want to buy this way and they've already donated another way, it can help encourage additional. Another one's going to be for uh, baby Ryan Gosling, my goose. I'm the goose goose godfather. Uh, Darren, oh, wow. Daryl Inkster up in uh, Dauphin, Manitoba. Awesome guy. He uh, found this baby goose that was abandoned. So he's been taking care of it and raising it very humanely. So anyone who buys their baby Ryan Gosling merch... Uh, is going to help buy that. I'm just going to send the money to Daryl to spend on the goose. No problem. So like, and, and so like if it's food or if it's toys or like, I don't know, a watch bucket he can swim in. Like, that's funny. So, yeah. And and the, and the proceeds of this go to Operation Rescue as well. Uh, so very, proceeds very will go to each one, right? So like the... Operation... Oh, for me, this is going to Operation Rescue. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah. Just No just problem. I was trying to plug change. as well there. Uh, and uh, there's other merch too, like there's shirts and there's hats. Uh, there's other albums you can download digitally um there's also free albums a lot of people don't know this but so there's like four or five free albums they're just all covers uh i only make those available on my website uh for people who want the mp3 who can't always listen the copyright is handled by youtube's copyright management system that's why i've only uploaded those covers to youtube the only reason they're there is so that people can like download them if they want the mp3 um but you know i've got like when before i went out to do the the show in alberta for operation rescue i recorded an eight song cover album of road songs so like life is a highway on the road again driving my life away things like that so that's up there and three other albums of covers uh yeah and ballad of james top is up there if you guys want to get that one that one's free but i don't even know how you can donate to him anymore i probably contact v4f if you want to make a donation to james right and uh yeah i appreciate you guys having me today i'm pretty burnt out this is long for me for a stream and uh yeah, yeah. uh this has been a great show i hope i didn't say anything that gets your channel canceled <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm good we'll be good and, and you'll help me do some musical guests and stuff We're gonna yeah absolutely we'll talk we'll talk a little after this week and i'm gonna go i think my wife's making burgers so i'm gonna drink that beer and have a burger go enjoy the burger man say hi to the dog say hi to the wife and enjoy will do time. 
Yeah, thank you so much, and say hi to you and yours. And I look forward to talking again soon, buddy. We certainly will. Thank you a lot, Craig. All right, take her easy, everybody. And the Great Awakening, everybody. Enjoy it. Sleep.